ranked team in the nation in here this afternoon will be a tough one. It really will. You know, this is one of the most complete teams in the conference, offensively, defensively, and special teams. And I know people are going to look at their score last week and everything like that. But, uh, you know, we got to focus on ourselves. You know, we got a lot of young guys playing, lots of backups playing, but we got to go out there and compete. Hastings winning over Concordia last week while Northwestern lost to Morningside 42-34. Let's talk about our win first of all. Uh, winning over the dogs on the road, 21-13. Any time we can go on the road and win, you got to be happy. been a long time since we've done it, especially in Seward, Nebraska. So, uh, you know, really proud of the guys. We didn't hear that that bell ring after the game, too. You know, that's kind of a change there. But, uh, you know, anytime you got your third-string quarterback in, you got a couple backup linebackers and a backup D-end in, you never really know what's going to happen. And it uh, it turned out to a regular Hastings-Concordia game, low scoring, good defenses. But, uh Came out of there fairly healthy and uh, with the W, which is good. And just uh, just enough to to win a football game. Maybe not anything great throughout the, the four quarters. Just enough to uh, win this thing. Yeah, we really were consistent in three phases uh, at different times throughout the game. You know, we drove down there on the very first drive uh, with the offense. We get in the red zone, we miss a field goal. You know, they turn down and they drive all the way down and hiss with a quick screen. Then it's kind of a back and forth game. We gave up some uh, some big third down plays defensively. We were able to take that quick lead then, or uh, seven to six, and then they drove right down and got another quick score on us, going into halftime at thirteen to seven. So, uh, it just consistency's kind of escaped us throughout this season. Um, but the guys came out and they put a good second half together. So we trailed thirteen to seven at halftime. We get uh, two big plays in, in the second half. That's all we needed. We had a pick six from Anthony Murray, and we had a, also had a long run from uh, Tyrese uh, Neesmith. So uh, a couple of big plays there for Hastings. That's all we needed. We win twenty one thirteen. I thought our defense. Defense played uh, pretty solid. I won't say great, pretty solid. Um, we got five big turnovers. You talk about the pick six. Anthony had another interception in the in the red zone, which was a huge one for us. Caused three fumbles. Um, so I thought they played okay, turned the ball over. Um, and then offensively, we didn't turn the ball over, which is what you talked about after the game last week. And, you know, I think we threw the ball maybe two or three times the entire second half, so our running game was going. But uh, that's who we are. We got to be able to run the football. Yeah, threw it like 22 or 23 times in the first half and then used the the power running game in the second half to kind of control the clock and uh, to move the football. You know, Coach Head has kind of been moving around that uh, offensive line throughout the season. You've talked about it a little bit. Um, we got a young man that started for us last week, his first time starting college football, big Pat Hudson from uh, Gothenburg. He's going to be a pretty good football player now. He's a good, athletic, lean kid, and he held his own against one of the top defenses. So Hastings uh, winning last week, twenty-one to thirteen. Uh, I think last week at this time we were we were hounding on uh, turnovers and and turnover margin, and and just like that, you go uh, you go five plus five in the turnover margin last week. But that was the difference in the game. I mean that that was it. There was one time you, again you talked about Anthony's pick six, but the one that's kind of a lot of people are going to be forgetting about is they hit us on a big third down conversion because we didn't cover the right man. We didn't banjo it or pass it off the right way. Wesley Jardine comes from his free safety position and ensures a tackle and gets a strip on that. So that was huge at that time, and we just got to continue to do that. That's not anything that you coach better or uh, practice or things like that. It just have to happen. You have to go out there and uh, create your, your own opportunities. You, you really do. I mean, we drill it a little bit in practice, um, to be honest with you, whether it's the interception drill or the strip tackle or anything like that. But again, doing it in practice is not doing it in a game. It's not game speed. I don't care what anybody says. You're not going to go out there and full speed tackle every single time when you're trying to do this in practice. So that just tells you the kind of athlete that Wes is, and we just got to keep building on that. 
We, we mentioned Murray a couple of times. He had the uh, pick six, and he had 11 tackles, I think, in the ball game against Concordia. He's having a sensational season for us. He really is. You know, he kind of he, he last year he had five picks for us. Uh, this year, I think this was two for him in that one game. Be honest with you, a lot of guys throw away from Anthony um, because he is a very solid first team All Conference DB for us. Um, but we still got to work on his eye discipline. You know, he undercut that ball on his first interception or his second interception. He undercut it. Did a good job by baiting that quarterback uh, in that situation. But uh, you know, he's a solid football player. Plus, he's a leading return man. I mean, he's on the field on every single snap, defensively and special teams, and, and that's a lot of reps. Better on uh, third down conversions last week against the Dogs as well. Not great, but better. Something you can probably live with for a 13. Yeah, you know, we can we can live with that. We, we'd like to keep it a little bit lower than that, though, on the, on the defensive side of the football. Offensively, I don't know if we were much higher than that. we got to improve that, especially coming into the game today. And then, uh, like you said, we left some points on the scoreboard. That's going to be uh, left some points on the field uh, off of the scoreboard, getting in the red zone a couple of times and unable to come away with points. The red zone the missed field goal, the blocked field goal attempt, we got to clean that stuff up. And, and, you know, we've been talking a little bit about that. We got, we got to clean up that special teams when we're in that red zone. We can't, we got to be able to get points off of it. And we just weren't able to do it. Now give credit to Concordia. They got a very sound defense. You know, it's kind of both offenses were going from 25 to the 25 and then they get inside that red zone. Then the defenses can obviously tighten it down, but we got we got to be able to execute um, whatever the call is. What about the the problems on, on special teams? We've had some punts blocked this year. We've had some field goals blocked this year. Uh, we changing personnel up there? What are we doing right now? No, we're not changing personnel. But if a guy doesn't do his job, we're going to get another guy in there. You know, and, and on their one, you know, it was uh, it was a bad snap. Number one, number two, they went right over our right guard, and we got to be able to start, stand fit in there and firm in that. We got to be big. Uh, we've changed a little bit of the techniques this week, so hopefully that'll help us. And then our punt, you know, we're not very consistent with our long snap into the Stogs. You know, Stogs, I think, kicked a 10, 15-yarder there at one point in time because we had a good third down stop by defense. But the ball was high and way to his right, and then he had to just get what he could get out of it. So we got to continue to work on that. we got two different guys that have been doing it, but uh, we really focus on that this week. Stongs, again, uh, our field goal kicker. He's our punter. We've mentioned it a couple of times throughout the broadcast. Is he anywhere near 100% from uh, what he was last year? No, sir. He's not. And, and now, he's working hard. Um, you know, prior to that injury, pretty much anything was consistent with Stogs from about 33 and on in. And uh, But, again, when you get into the special teams, it's not just about the kicker. It's about the snap time, the hold time, the consistency of that. So we've been struggling that. I don't want to blame just Stogs. You know, we got to do a better job as coaches to make sure that we rep that a lot more in practice, which we did this week. And I just uh, – Isaiah Jackson was our quarterback uh, last week getting his first start. Our number one, number two sitting on the, the bench right now. Coach, what did you see out of Isaiah? You know, the first drive was really good and really clean and really crisp. He hit the three-step. He got the ball. He got rid of the ball. It was a very quick decision process. Um, he did okay running the football. Again, he's our third-string guy, so we got to protect him a little bit. Um, so we didn't run as much zone read. We didn't run as much option. We did a couple times, and he got popped on it a little bit. But uh, – his decision making was good, and you know there was a fourth down, or excuse me, a third down play in the fourth quarter. That uh, if we could have got that, the defense probably didn't have to go back out on the field. And he read it the correct way. We just didn't catch the football, you know, on that uh, zone read with the stick on the backside. So 
Um, he's putting the ball where it needs to be put, um, and he, we just got to continue to work on that. He'll be our quarterback again today, so uh, Jackson will be taking snaps for Hastings College against a, a very good defense in Northwestern. What about uh, another week uh, in the practice a circle, so to speak, for uh, Jackson. Obviously, he's taken most of the reps this week. He did. He's been taking about 80% of the reps. Um, to be honest with you, though, he didn't go on Monday. and He only went half on Tuesday because of the shot that he took uh, last week against Concordia. So he's he was a little bit limited this week, and Ty had to get some reps in there. But our training staff has done a good job getting him back in. But now we got to focus on getting those mental reps. we got to spend that extra time in there seeing what Northwestern is going to give us. And we got to worry about our backup quarterback as well, getting mm-hmm. him ready because he uh, – he had no idea he was going to be playing this year. No, and he wasn't the only one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, they're doing a good job getting with Coach Head. Um, you know, yesterday we kind of tweaked our practices to get Ty some two-minute work just to be on the safe side because you always got to prepare those guys. But you can't prepare them for everything because if you prepare, if you try and take practice schedule away and prepare for every single thing that could possibly happen, you're going to take away the things that are definitely going to happen. So we were able to do that with with, uh, Zay's injury early in the week to get Ty some more reps. All right, so it's Hastings and uh, Northwestern here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. A lot to talk about when we talk about the Red Raiders, and we'll do that as the Tony Harper pregame show continues after this. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with the coach, Hastings and Northwestern here this afternoon. The Red Raiders come in 6-1 and on the season, 5-1 and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They might be uh, fighting mad after uh, last week's uh, loss to Morningside, a game that they probably uh, had as much as right to win that football game as, as Morningside did. You know, in watching the film, I'll agree 100% with you. I mean, they were up 21-7 to halfway through the second quarter. That offense was clicking. That defense was causing problems for Morningside. Morningside's the number one team in the nation now, okay? So Morningside's the top, the best, and Northwestern was right there with them. You know, it's it, you look at that game kind of like we looked at the Doan-Northwestern game. We felt like Doan had Northwestern on the ropes when they only lost by three or four or whatever it was. Felt like the same thing with Northwestern and Morningside and watching the film all this week. You've already mentioned this is probably the most complete uh, team offensively, defensively, special teams that, that we will see this year. Yeah, and, and it starts on the defensive side of the football, to be honest with you, because you know, in the past, they were a 3-3 or a 3-4 uh, with a lot of too high stuff. They didn't really minus. They didn't really move around. Now this year, in one series, they're going to be a 40 front. The next series, they're going to be a 3-4 front. The next series, they're going to be back into their 3-3. So 
when you're as versatile as that and your players and you can do that without running people on and off, whether it's an extra D lineman, safety or linebacker, whatever it is, that tells me that you're a very complete football team, that you got some linebackers can play ball. Already I see some problems with a young, inexperienced quarterback recognizing the, the defensive fronts and, and trying to check into the right things. Yeah, we we got to limit um, our calls. If we Again, we try and force-feed him the entire playbook, Zay, and no offense to Zay or anything like that because he's doing a great job, but he's not ready for the entire playbook. we got to keep him in a position to be successful because he is a very good football player and very smart, but when we start overloading him, then the checks could get jacked up regardless if it's the protection check or the stick check or anything like that. So how much of the playbook does he have? Probably only about a half of it, if that. Um, now, he's got a lot of reps, you know, but uh, in the last two weeks. But two weeks, if you compare that to their quarterback, Northwestern's quarterback was a starter as a true freshman. Now we're in week nine this year, so he's played uh, one year and three-fourths of another season. So he's got a lot more games underneath his belt. What about uh, the Northwestern defense? What impresses you most about this thing and <laughs> just uh, t- trying to attack this thing? Man, I'll tell you what. I'm a defensive guy, and I got a ton of respect for what Coach Mark McCarty and his staff do up there. I mean, they're good people. They came all the way down and worked one of our clinics one time. That's, I mean, that's how much I respect them. But their defense, they're very sound. Their fits are always correct. Their linebackers are as active as anybody I've seen. They got two linebackers that are from Sioux Falls High School, and those cats, I mean, they can walk them up. They can put them in the box. They can put them outside the box. And, and I'm going to say a name, but they're very similar to what a McKenzie Hemsey was for us a few years ago. I mean, they're just they're dynamic. They play hard, and they're physical guys. How'd they get them away from the coup, huh? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> Coach McCarty. Yeah. So anyway, uh, some Sioux Falls boys playing for uh, Northwestern again. Uh, their linebacking core looks to be the premier uh, part of their defense, but they're, they're good all the way around. Their defensive backs are good, too. You know what they do with their secondary that I really respect is is on, on one play, they're going to press you, and then on the very next play, they're going to play off man. That's extremely tough to do. We try and do that, and you've seen it different times throughout this year. <laughs> it ain't always been as successful as what it should have been, but... Uh, you know, they're very good with their hands. They're very good with their shuffle technique. They don't get beat over the top very up very often. The one thing that they can get is when they get their backs turned, we've got to be able to run some under routes and some and some hit that vacated zone. And they really don't do a lot of special things, do they? No, they play football the way football is meant to be played, downhill, physical, and aggressive. 20 points and 301 yards per game is what they give up. That's it, 301 yards, 135 yards rushing. So it's a defense that's going to be tough to move the football against today. It really is. I mean, they're they're good. They, they do a very good job with their D-line as well. You know, they, they don't have that guy that they had a couple years ago, that number seven that was – I mean, he was just a freak. But – they're probably bigger than what they were then, so they occupy their gaps and allow those linebackers to run. So that's what we're up against uh, on their defense. And then their offense is uh, just as scary here. Coach, they put up a lot of points and a, a lot of yards, and it all starts with a quarterback. You know, I really don't want to talk about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, that, that kid, he, he's a good football player. You can tell that he's still young. Um, but my, he, he can just do some things with his legs. He's a lot better thrower this year than what he was last year. You can tell he's gotten stronger in that regard. They run some option with him. But the thing is, you know, you, you look at some teams that have a type of quarterback like that with the zone read and stuff, you say, okay, we want to get the ball out of his hands and put it in the back's hands. Well, the running back that's standing right beside him is a transfer from the University of Arizona, okay? So he can play a little football as well. So what we have to do is we have to give them some different looks and hopefully do some twist game and kind of make him hold that football a little bit so we can rally to it. Is this the best quarterback we have faced so far this year? 
in a in a dual threat capacity, yes, he is the best one in a dual threat. You know, Solzman at Morningside is the best quarterback from a pure throwing standpoint, from a general standpoint. But this young man is he's got to be in the same conversation, in my opinion. They're both the best quarterbacks in the conference. How do they compare? They're kind of two different type of quarterbacks, though. You know, um, Koima he, he's going to get out. Um, he can move the move with the pocket a little bit and throw on the run a little bit better. Obviously, he can run the football with their option a little bit better. Um, Solzman at Morningside, he's got that vertical pass game down. I mean, it doesn't matter, and it happened to us. If you got if you got Connor Niles covered, you can have him double covered. He's still going to put the football where only that kid can catch the football. So his pinpoint accuracy at this point in time is probably a little bit better than Coima's, but Coima's is a dual threat. He is the best one in the conference. And the, the running back you're referring to is uh, Calogonis. Jacob Calogonis is the guy back there with 818 yards. We'll have fun with his name all day long today with the uh, 13 touchdowns. But we'll just call him like a truck or something like that. He's, he's going to be a load back there. They, they keep feeding him. You know, he, he, he he's just exactly like the quarterback. He's been starting ever since he started on campus. And, and the, the funny thing is, Coach McCarty said when he first got there, they had him in the secondary. And I told him last year, I go, why didn't you keep him in the secondary or send him <laughs> down here to us? But, uh, you know, he is a difference maker. But he's a guy, they're, they're kind of similar to us where he's their Taj, and he's like Taj for us. But they got another backup right behind him that carries the rock almost as good as he he does, just like we got Tyree for us. So it, it's kind of a three-headed monster back there. Yeah, they got three or four guys. It looks like they carry most of the load for uh, Northwestern. Then they got some guys uh, on the edge that look to be, look to be uh, playmakers too. They're long. They're rangy and they can run. You know, the, the, generally when you get long guys like that, they're generally not burners. But these guys, they can cover a lot of ground. So we're going to have to roll our coverages and do some different things like that. We're not exactly big at the corner position when we go five foot eight at Anthony, and then we go about maybe six foot with Darren, and we got a bunch of other five foot eight guys out there. So uh, we got to make sure we lose our use our leverage extremely well, and we got to be like a little nap. We, you know, when they're running that vertical game, we got to get in that hip pocket and just just pester him and frustrate him a little bit. But that's 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 easier said than done. All right, that's the scouting report on uh, Northwestern here this afternoon. We'll come back and check to see how we're going to attack this thing as we continue with the Tony Harper pregame show right after this. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then, poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. It made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are on in Cara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
Back with a coach inching up to game time here this afternoon. Hastings and Northwestern as we play the sixth-ranked team in the country here this afternoon. I guess when we talk about ratings and things like that, we don't care. This is our next game, and it's our next opportunity to maybe uh, pull one off here today. Well, and and to do that, we haven't even talked about that, to be quite honest with you. The guys said it's Saturday immediately after the Concordia game. We went into the team meeting on Sunday, and, and we flat-out told them, guys, we know who we're playing. We know what their ranking is. We know what their record is. You're going to see the film against Morningside, which is the best team in the nation. So instead of trying to, to, to press the gas and worry so much and be perfect all the time, let's go out there and clean up what we can control and clean up what we need to do. But, uh, you know, again, this is the most complete team we've seen this year. All right, let's talk about uh, trying to move the ball against their defense. We already talked about how tough this defense is. They don't give up a, a lot of yards. They're very good against the rush, but I know you're going to sit here and tell me we're going to rush the football here this afternoon, and, and we're going to have to have some kind of a running game today. We've we got to get the clock moving. we got to get in front of the change. Morningside last week went for about 160 on them with that one guy. Now, it's a little bit different of a dynamic with their O-line compared to our O-line and stuff like that. we got to be able to mix up the inside-outside run. we got to be able to hit them with the RPOs. That's going to be the key. If we can get them on the RPOs and get them jumping out to the flats and the curl zones, then we got to be able to get Taj and Tyree loose inside the box. That's easier said than done. But when we get them up the inside, then we got to be able to get to the outside as they start collapsing everything in with their line games and their pressures. But, uh, you know, we got to move the football, and I don't care how we do it, whether it's an inside-outside run, we got to be able to hit some bubble screens and do some quick throws like that as well. Yeah, the same thing we talked about last week, uh, giving Isaiah just a little bit of time, uh, the short passing game, kind of loosen up this defense a little bit, if we can loosen it up at all. Well, that's that's the goal. You know, what they're going to do is if we're able to convert like we did last week against Concordia on that first series, what they're going to do is they're going to start walking down their corners and they're going to start pressing us, okay? Well, now we got to hit that slot area, whether it's in the curl zone or the hook zone we got to be able to do that and what Northwestern has done against us the last three years and you can see it on film usually you play your safeties about 10 to 12 yards and you can do some different things they're going to walk those safeties into the box at about eight yards we have to go over the top and we have to complete those balls yeah there's no doubt we got to get some kind of a a passing game and a rushing attack to even stay in this thing today we got to be more consistent with our wide receiver play we got to go get those balls I think we did okay last week the thing that you see with Zay and some of the receivers were joking around out. Everybody caught the ball last week. We moved it around from the running backs to the slots to the receivers. I think Jordan Johnson was the only one that didn't catch the ball, and the guys were starting to give him a little grief on that because he's our leading receiver. That's what we have to do because I don't care what coverage you're playing, zone, man, quarters, cover, it doesn't matter. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be vacated, and we got to be able to find that guy. Don't you see that a lot when you when you switch quarterbacks? When you got a quarterback in there that plays six, seven, eight games in a row, he locks in on the receiver. He's going to look for Jordan Johnson. When you get a new guy out there, he's just looking to, to get rid of the ball probably. Huh? <laughs> Some of the yeah. time, yeah, that's right. Uh, but you're, they get a comfort level. Yep. You know, Clark was comfortable with Jordan, and Jordan was – and that's not, you know, two games before that with Griff. Griff found Jordan a lot too. So uh, we just got to spread that football around, and uh, and, and uh, whether it's inside, outside, vertical, game, horizontal, we got to be able to do that. We really don't care how we move the ball here today. Huh? Got to stay in front of the chains. Got to stay in front of the chains. Maybe do a little tempo, change that up on them a little bit. 
All right, so that's uh, the plan offensively for Hastings. Then uh, we've got to control their offense somehow, Coach, uh, with our defense. You're the, the defensive guru. Uh, how, how do we do this? Well, first off, I ain't no guru. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, we're we're going to have to move our fronts. We're going to have to show some different techniques, whether it's a weak side, whether it's strong side, short, uh, weak eagle, strong eagle. We're going to have to bring some pressure some different times. we got to continue to work our line games. You know, we're still not going to have Austin today, so that's a big shot. Um, Keontae's coming back off an injury, so hopefully we keep him. You're going to see Lane Dicely in there. So we got to keep a fresh wave of defensive linemen. We're finally back to full strength at linebacker after nine weeks. So we got Alex Allen back, who played a little bit last week. So we got to keep those guys fresh. At the end of the day, though, you know, we're going to have to tackle, and our secondary is going to have to play discipline. We struggled this week with our eye discipline because of the option stuff. Um, so we've been harping on that and hammering. You're going to see a couple guys back there. We still don't have Josh Stancil back at safety. Um, so we're going to have to roll with Chris Rod, um, uh, Wesley Jardim, and Ross and kind of make sure these guys are getting hands-on on their route game. Yeah, this is kind of a mixture of everything. This is a, a good rushing attack. They they run the option a little bit. They have a great passing attack. It's like a, a full bucket of everything there for uh, their offense. Well, they're just a great football team, you know, and we talked about this as the most complete team that we've seen all year. This is the most complete offense that we've seen this year. They hit you with the vertical game. Next play, they're going to come back run speed option. The very next play after that, they're going to hit you with a screen game. The very next play after that, they're going to run power. That's about four different styles of football in one in one series right there. So we got to make sure we read our keys and do our job. So a big day here needed out of the Hastings College defense and the offense. We're going to have to play uh, the complete game. I haven't even talked about their, their special teams yet, but their special teams are uh, uh, very adequate too. So Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they're, again, if they're the sixth-ranked team in the nation, I'd like to see what two through five is, to be quite honest with you. Because in my opinion, when it's all said and done this year's over with, you're going to see Morningside and you're going to see Northwestern right there battling for this thing because it's a good football team. All right, so that's what we're up against here this afternoon. Looks like you got an uh, interesting day here this afternoon, Coach. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a busy one for you guys. It will. We're looking forward to it, though. I mean, you know, it's a good football team that's well coached. We want to go out there, and we flat out told the guys um, Thursday after, after practice, guys, we don't care. Let's go play football. Let's get after them. You know, what do you got to lose? All right? As long as you leave everything you got out there and you play for each other and compete on every single play, um, good things will happen. Now, will we be able to put them back to back to back to back? I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, this is what you play the game of college football for. Yeah, we got three games left with uh, two of them at home. So a good way to to finish out a, a strong season here. Got to get fired up. I mean, we, we, we feel like there's some things that we left on the field this year. But you know what? That's in the past. Today we're playing Northwestern. we got to go out there and play better this week than what we did last week. Okay, we'll see you afterwards. Thanks. Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. We've got this scouting report coming up next. That is Hastings College football, Hastings and Northwestern today on 1230 KHAS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the water park, Hastings. 
Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report as we get you sent for Hastings College football here this afternoon against the Red Raiders of Northwestern as we spend a couple of minutes with Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty. And coach, thanks for joining us. It's been kind of a successful year for you guys uh, so far, sitting at 6-1, and 5-1 and one in the conference. Talk about the season so far. Yeah, I'm really proud of our guys and happy with the, the way the season's progressed so far. And you know, one thing you want to see as a coach is a steady improvement throughout the year. And I really feel like our guys have continued to improve, and, and we've played our best football as of late. Um, you know, last week we were coming off of a loss last week, but I, I really felt like our guys uh, played one of our best games last week. Yeah, last week losing to Morningside 42-34, to but certainly had your chances, had your opportunities to, to win that football game. Well, yeah, we did. It was a tie game going into the fourth quarter, and, and early in the fourth quarter we, we, we took a lead. We kicked the field goal to, to get the lead on them, and then they were able to capitalize and, and make some plays, and um, yeah, we had a chance right down to the end, and that was something our you know we want to compete, and our, our guys wanted to have that opportunity and that shot, and get them in a four quarter game, and and we were able to do that. Um, you know, there's just a couple drives at the end where we had to settle for field goals, and, and they got touchdowns, and. Um, it, was, it was just a great game. Our guys did a really good job, and it was a fun game to be a part of. No doubt a big emotional game for you, but now are you concerned about how your guys are going to react when you come out here to uh, Hastings today? You know, I'm not super concerned. We've had a really good week of practice. I think our guys have, have bounced back well, and they understand that um, they can still accomplish a lot of their goals, And uh, but it starts with them taking care of business today versus Hastings. and. Uh, we've had a solid week of practice, and, and our guys seem focused. They seem ready to go, and they understand the importance of this game. Coach, let's talk about your team a little bit. you got, uh, first of all, one of the premier quarterbacks in the league in Tyson Coima. Talk about him. Yeah, Tyson's a special athlete. I think really what, what makes him special is his, his competitiveness, and if there's a play that needs to be made, um, we, we want the football in his hands, and we trust him to make that play. And um, He's equally as dangerous with his arm as, as he as as he is with his legs, he does an outstanding job of leading our offense, and um, it's been fun to see him grow. You know, he had some good success as a freshman last year, and it's, he just continued to get better this year as a sophomore. Really, a dual threat type of quarterback, isn't he? He really is. And last week we ran him; he was our, our leading rusher uh, in terms of carries, and, and he is a dual threat quarterback. And he can run the ball like a running back, but. Um, he can stand in the pocket and deliver the ball with, like the best of them. And rushing the football, you guys, uh, toward the top in the Great Plains Athletic Conference as far as a rushing offense is concerned. Who are the other guys who are making some uh, noise there in the backfield for you? Yeah, offensive line has, has done an awesome job for us this year, setting the tone. Um, but Jacob Caligonis um, is in his third year starting for us. He, he's over 3,000 career rushing yards. Um, and is having another awesome year. I believe he leads the conference right now in rushing. Um, he, he's, he's an explosive athlete. He's a threat to score from anywhere on the field. And he finished fourth in the country last year um, in rushing yards. And, and really, uh, it just continues to get better as he, as he continues to grow. And, and, you know, he's had an outstanding year so far. He had some playmakers on the outside as well. Uh, Shane Soldberg is uh, the guy who's leading you, 722 yards, uh, six touchdowns. So you got some playmakers on the outside too. 
yeah, you know, we, we feel like we have some good balance offensively, and, and Shane Solberg's another one of those kids that um, what sticks out about him is, is his competitiveness, and he's a kid that, um, yeah, you want to find ways to get him the football, and he's done an outstanding job. Had a big game for us last week against Morningside, and um, really his last two weeks he, he's really had, uh, our last two games, he's had some awesome games for us. And, um, yeah, you know, we have some, some good threats. Tight end Josh Fackham was a big target for us, and then, Jared Nelson and Cade Mosier also have done a really nice job on the outside for us at wide receiver. Coach, you happy with what you're getting done on offense? Is this offense uh, up and clicking right now? Yeah, they've been playing well so far, and, and they've continued to get better. We're still a really young offense, and we'll, we'll have a our, our running back's a junior, our quarterback's a sophomore, our best receiver's a sophomore, um, tight end's a sophomore. So they're, they're still really young, so they're still growing and learning. So each week, um, they really learn something new and, and continue to grow, and that's what's fun to see. Not to be overshadowed, but your defense is, is pretty good too, second in the conference in scoring and second in, in total defense. Talk about uh, who's getting the job done over there. The one thing I really like defensively is I feel like we have uh, some really good playmakers and impact players at, at all three levels. Um, up front, Nate Bennett uh, is our interior defensive lineman. Nate's, Nate's been a force all year for us on defense. He's been tough to block, and has made a lot of plays and been very disruptive on our defensive line. Uh, linebackers Sean Powell and Tanner Mahachek, uh, those two guys at, at linebacker really fly around um, and really set the tone for us defensively. They're, they're two of our leaders on defense and two of the better linebackers I think that I've coached since I've been at Northwestern. Um, and then in the secondary, Bryce Van Beek, um, he has six interceptions. He Up until last week, he led the country in, inter- in interceptions. Uh, he's just a ball hawk back there. He led the country last year as a junior in interceptions and uh, has really done an outstanding job of, of just keeping things in front, and he, he plays the ball uh, amazingly well. It's a defense that just doesn't give up a whole lot of yards, do they? You no, know, they've, they've done a good job. They, they pride themselves on playing disciplined defense, and, and we don't do a lot defensively. Uh, we, we try to keep it simple and uh, let our guys play fast, and, and we have a lot of players who are aggressive and understand what we ask them to do, and uh, yeah, they've done a really nice job so far this year. All right, we're talking with Matt McCarty. He's the head coach of the Northwestern Red Raiders. We'll come back and talk about the matchup with Hastings College as our scouting report continues after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Back with Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty. It's Hastings and Northwestern here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. Coach, I... Your impressions on Hastings College, what have you seen about the Broncos so far? Well, I think, you know, they're a team that, that battles. They're a team that competes really hard, and, and you have to earn everything that you're going to get uh, against them, whether you're on the field offensively or, or defensively. They're a team that uh, is going to battle you for four quarters, and, and that's something that you know, I think their coaching staff has got those kids playing really, really hard right now. Hastings has had several uh, last-second, come-from-behind type of efforts uh, in, in the second half. So you anticipate a four-quarter game today? Absolutely. I think you have to go into this game, and, and when you're going to compete against them and you've seen how well their kids battle and how well their kids have responded to adversity throughout the season, uh, you, you've got to expect to play four quarters, and, and you've got to know that, that they're never going to feel like they're out of the game because – They've experienced that this year. They've had some success coming from behind, and 
Um, it, it's going to be really important that uh, you, you continue to play hard for four quarters. Let's talk about Hastings College offense. First of all, what concerns you most about uh, their offensive attack today? I, I think it's their running game. I think Willingham is is a special player. I think he's one of the best running backs in our league, and um, you know he's he's made some big plays against us over the years, and he, he's a, he's just a special athlete. So um, he, he's one of those running backs you can bottle up, uh, but then it takes one play and he can score from anywhere on the field. So I think. Um, he's a big concern, and then I, they do have some great playmakers on the outside, and I think Jordan Johnson's a kid that we definitely have to know where he is, and in the secondary, we've got to make sure that we limit big plays. Uh, the defensive side of the ball, what impresses you most over there? Right now, I think they're, they're playing really well defensively, and I think over their last few games, uh, Coach Harper's done a really nice job with them defensively, and uh, they play really, really hard defensively, and running the football against them is, is very, very difficult and for us. Um, it's important for us to run the football. We want to be balanced, and we want to be able to establish the run, and, and that's going to be a challenge today. We're going to have to be um, persistent and maybe a little bit stubborn in running the football today to be successful. All right, what are you telling your guys uh, some of the keys to this ball game today? How do you come out here with a win? Yeah, I, I think getting off to a good start is really, really important for us uh, on both sides of the football. Um, but then just, you know, there's going to be some plays today that Hastings is going to make some plays offensively. Their defense is going to make some big plays. Uh, we've got to stay persistent with what we want to do and in the way that we want to play. Um, and then we've just got to be ready to play for four quarters. You know, Hastings is a team that has battled throughout the year, and, and every game's been a close game. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have to really battle and be ready to play a four-quarter football game. Coach, you have one eye maybe on the, the upcoming playoffs, and hopefully you qualify for that out of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. You feel you have a team that can make some noise this year uh, in the in the playoff picture? I really do. You know, we have to take care of business this week, and, and I think that experience we got last year uh, going on the road and, and winning a, a first-round playoff game and, and then, uh, you know, competing with St. Francis in, in the quarterfinals, I think that was big for our team. Um, and then last week, you know, just battling Morningside to uh, a one-possession game, I think our guys feel like they can compete with anybody. Um, but before we get there, we, we've really got to take care of business today versus Hastings. All right. Thanks for spending time with us. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Northwestern head coach Matt McCarty. Stick around. We've got Hastings College football coming up next. Hastings and Northwestern today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration.
by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHAS. Back at home with the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, as we get you set for Hastings and 6th ranked Northwestern here this afternoon. Action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside Northwestern coming in. Ranked number six in the country. The Red Raiders are sitting at six and one on the year. They are five and one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Their only blemish on the record so far was last week when they lost to Morningside 42 to 34. This team has got a couple of uh, non-conference wins this year. In fact, uh, Valley City State was their first victim. Then they have come back with wins over Jamestown, Midland, Dakota Wesleyan, Doan, and Dort before losing to Morningside. They'll face a team here this afternoon in Hastings College with a record of four wins and four losses on the season. The Broncos coming off with their win last week over Concordia, 21-13. to Hastings has got wins this year over Peru State, also Oklahoma Panhandle State. They have also uh, beaten Doan and Concordia and our four losses this year to Briarcliff, to Dort, also the Morningside and to the Midland University Warriors. So it's Hastings College and Northwestern here this afternoon. The Broncos will have two games left after this one. Jamestown next week at home, and we'll finish things off with a road trip to Dakota Wesleyan on November the 10th. Weather-wise, going to be a, a gorgeous, perfect afternoon, like a Chamber of Commerce type of day here for the latter part of October. We've got mostly sunny skies. The temp is going to be at 64 degrees at game time. And winds will be blowing out of the southwest at 7 miles per hour. But, Jimmy, as we get ready for this football game here today, uh, obviously a big task here for Hastings College, taking on the, the sixth-ranked team in the country. But we got them at home, and we'll see what happens. We've got our, our third-string quarterback in there again today with the, the two uh, guys in the top of the depth chart on the sidelines with injuries. But we'll find out what happens. That's, I guess, why we play the game here on a Saturday. Huh? Yeah, it's a good thing we've got Northwestern back here. Normally, it seems like each and every year we travel all the way to Orange City and play that them up there at their house so uh it's good to have them back here i think uh you and your uh pregame uh, interview earlier this week with uh, head coach matt mccarty didn't you you fax him a map to show him how to get here uh, between northwestern and uh morning yeah, they, yeah. they don't come down here no it doesn't seem like it uh, very often but it's good to have them in town this is a very very talented football team and uh, tony will be the first to tell you that if uh the athletes aren't on the Morningside team. They're equally as good here on this Northwestern team. That was a, a heck of a ball game last week. Northwestern was uh, kind of a, a back-and-forth football game between those two teams, Northwestern coming up on the short end of the stick. But uh, it's always been for as long as we've been doing this, 
It's been Morningside number one. It's been Northwestern number two, just a notch below Morningside. And then it's been everybody else in the G-Pack. And that's uh, kind of the way it is again this year. This is going to be a very, very challenging game for the Broncos. They even the record of four and four last week with a hard-fought victory up in Seward against the uh, Concordia Bulldogs. But uh, here we go again, playing another top-notch caliber team. And uh, with the Broncos having a couple of uh, uh, more manageable games the following weeks, maybe uh, uh, could be looking ahead of some success successful things there but uh, the task at hand is going to be very tough Broncos going to have to play a uh, almost a perfect football game here today and uh, it's going to be a tough one with like you said our two first and uh, our two quarterbacks on the bench with injuries that they sustained a couple of weeks ago so Isaiah Jackson uh, he'll get the uh, nod again and uh, he doesn't have much for statistics only 130 yards and one interception in the game I thought he managed the game very well last week Taj Willingham run very well the offensive line done very well we'll see what Clint Head does today to shuffle the deck I think he's got dice at his desk and he just rolls them and whatever they come up is who he puts in place for the offensive line we'll see what happens today but uh, Broncos with a, uh, a tall task ahead of them here today. All right, so it's uh, Hastings and Northwestern here this afternoon. Conference standings as we get started here today. Morningside with their win over Northwestern last week is now uh, taking over the top spot in the conference. Morningside sitting at 6-0. and They're 8-0 and overall. Northwestern next in line, 6-1 and and 5-1. and You've got Midland and Dort. They are tied for third place right now. At four and two, you've got Briarcliff and Doan tied at three and three. Hastings and Cordia uh, tied at two and four. And then you've got Jamestown at one and five and Dakota Wesleyan at 0 and six in the conference as action gets underway today. The game's in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Concordia is playing at Morningside today. Midland is at Doan. Briarcliff is at Dort. Northwestern here against Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan playing at Jamestown today. The results from last week, Morningside again beating Northwestern by a score of 42-34. Doan winners over Briarcliff last week, 17-7. Dort winners over Jamestown, 49-18. Midland winners over Dakota Wesleyan, 21-14. And Hastings beat Concordia by a score of 21-13. So we're sneaking up on game time here this afternoon. Hastings and Northwestern will take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back and check the starting lineups as we continue with Bronco basketball or rather Bronco football on 1230 KHAS. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Gorgeous afternoon here today. 
band is back following their their little break. Playing on here today, Hastings and Northwestern getting set to go at it here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The band is on the field while they're playing in the National Anthem here in just a couple of minutes. We'll get you the uh, starting lineups today. They're brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings will go with Isaiah Jackson today at quarterback. Five foot nine hundred ninety-five pound junior out of Compton, California. Jordan Johnson will be your wide receiver. 6'1", 190-pound senior from Spring Valley, California. Xavier McGuire will be on the other side. 5'10", 180-pound senior from Queen Creek, Arizona. And Anthony Martinez, 5'7", 165-pound junior from Oceanside, California. At tight end today for Hastings, Corey Leash, 6'1", 220-pound senior out of Lincoln Pius. Taj Willingham and running back today, 5'7", 195-pound senior out of Denver, he can go over 1,000 yards with a uh, good afternoon here today against the Red Raiders. In the offensive line for Hastings, Frank Vieira will be in center, six foot two, 260-pound senior out of Whittier, California. The left guard will be Eula Tasaga, six foot 285-pound senior from San Diego. Blaine Morrow will be at right guard, six foot two, 270-pound senior out of Grand Island. The left tackle today will be John Satterley, six foot three, 270-pound junior out of Burlington, California. And the other uh, tackle is going to be a freshman today, Patrick Hudson. Hudson, six foot four, 240-pound freshman out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. And now the national anthem as we get set for football today on 1230 KHAS. the playing of the National Anthem by the Hastings College Marching Band as we get sent for Hastings and Northwestern here this afternoon. We gave you the starters for uh, the Hastings College offense on defense today. It's going to be uh, Tyler Parthamer, although he's expected to be a game-time decision today for Hastings. He's nursing a couple of injuries, and Tony was going to see how he warms up today. Six foot three, 265-pound senior out of Beatrice. If he can't go, expect to see Abdul Mari in there, a six foot two, uh, six foot two, three hundred and five pound junior out of Houston. Nose tackle today will be Kendall Oberheide, six foot two hundred and sixty five pound junior out of Adams Central. Kayante Kinney will be the defensive end, six foot one, two hundred and fifty five pound sophomore out of Marietta, Texas. The linebackers today for Hastings, Julius Ago is going to get a start, five foot nine. 
180-pound freshman out of San Diego. Tyler Kennedy, 6'1", 210-pound junior out of Chandler, Arizona. Cornelius Barber, 6'2", 215-pound senior out of Pureland, Texas. And Chris Rodriguez, a 5'10", 185-pound freshman out of Houston. In the defensive secondary for Hastings today, Darren Scott. Six foot, 195 pound senior out of Waterloo, Iowa. Wesley Jardine, five foot 11, 210 pound senior out of Beaver Crossing. Ross Ostendorf, five eleven, 180 pound senior out of Gothenburg, and Anthony Murray, five eight, 175 pound senior out of Aurora, Colorado. Your starters for a Northwestern on offense today. Tyson Koima will be your quarterback, six foot, two hundred one pound sophomore, out of Hull, Iowa. The running back will be Jacob Calagonis, five foot ten, one hundred eighty six pound junior from Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Your wide receivers: Shane Solberg, five foot eleven, one hundred eighty pound sophomore out of Boyden, Iowa. Jared Nelson, six foot, two hundred seven pound senior from Maple Valley, Washington. And Kate Mosier, six foot three, hundred and seventy pound freshman out of Rock Valley, Iowa. The tight end will be Jacob Fakuma, six foot five, two hundred and twenty-one pound sophomore out of Blaine, Washington. Up there in the offensive line for Northwestern, Graham Kenobia will be at center, six foot two, two hundred and eighty-six pound sophomore out of Phoenix. Brad Mould will be the left guard, two hundred and ninety-three pounds. He's a senior, six foot two, out of Bloomington, Minnesota. Kyle Schirmbeck will be your right guard. He's 5'11", 244-pound sophomore out of Holstein, Iowa. The left tackle will be Paxton DeHaan, six foot two, 300-pound junior out of Orange City. And Josh Torno will be your right guard. He's six foot four, 285-pound junior out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. On defense today for Northwestern, and these guys are good. You're a down lineman, going to be a Jed Van Hoff. He'll be at uh, one of the defensive end positions, six foot four, 250-pound senior from Alford, Iowa. Nate Bennett as an interior lineman, six foot one, 250-pound senior from Valley Springs, South Dakota. And T.J. Jones, six foot three, 304-pound freshman out of Manson, Iowa. The linebackers today will be Marcus Van Kekerex, a 5'10", 222-pound senior from Rock Valley, Iowa. Justin Faber, 5'11", 217-pound senior from Rock Valley. Tanner Mahachek, a 6'1", 220-pound junior from Sioux Falls. And Sean Powell, a 6'2", 222-pound junior, also out of Sioux Falls. In the defensive secondary for uh, Northwestern, Logan Richard, 5'10", 186-pound senior from Holstein, Iowa. Garrett Saylor, 5'11", 184-pound sophomore from Sibley, Iowa. Bryce Van Beek, a 6'5", 175-pound senior from Rock Valley, Iowa. And the right corner will be Noah Van Hoff, a 6'1", 185-pound freshman out of Alford, Iowa. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So Northwestern comes to town out of Orange City, Iowa. 
They'll be dressed in their white uniforms here this afternoon, their white bottoms, their white tops with their red numerals and their red football helmets. Hastings College in their white pants here today with their crimson tops. They'll have their, their gray helmets on here this afternoon. And, Jimmy, we're about ready for football action. I think you heard both coaches talk in the pregame show about the start of this football game. When you're up against the uh, sixth-ranked team in the country uh, in terms of Hastings, much like last night when we had the high school games, you've got to weather the storm early and stay in a football game, not make crucial mistakes early in the football game and, and fall behind by a couple of scores, or it could be a long afternoon. Yeah, mistakes, penalties, I guess that go and coincides with the mistakes, but turnovers, bad decisions. Bad decisions can cost you uh, a lot of yards and a lot of uh, a lot of pain through the course of a football game. And uh, as I said, Hastings is going to have to play almost a perfect game if they intend on competing with this Northwestern football team they're wearing. They're all whites. It's just kind of shocking. We don't see them in their all whites. We usually see them in their white pants and their red tops at home. As we said, it seems like we go to Orange City all the time, but they look fast, real fast in them white outfits. But uh, this defense is going to be a very stern test for Isaiah Jackson, and I would imagine that uh, Matt McCarty's uh, defense cranks things up and they put a lot of pressure or try to put a lot of pressure on Isaiah Jackson. Thus forth, the pressure falls on the offensive line today for the protection factor and to try to get a few holes for Taj Willingham and Tyree Nishmith to run through. Yeah, you heard Tony talking in the pregame show. Northwestern doesn't do a lot of stunning on defense. It's just a good, fast defense. Uh, they're going to show our quarterback a lot of looks here today, but they really don't do a lot out of those uh, different looks other than go tackle the ball carrier, and they're very good yep. at that. Yep, they do very good, and then one guy back there that has a nose for the football is uh, one of the many vans, one of the many vans on their football team. Always one thing about Northwestern, they've got a lot of guys to start with a van, and they end up beak, and unbelievable how many they have but to Bryce Van Beek he's going to be a guy you'll hear a lot of out there he's in the defensive secondary he has six interceptions this season so he uh, has a nose for the football and I think one guy you speak about the secondary they're going to have to uh, cover up today we got to get Jordan Johnson involved Johnson I think had one target last week and dropped that ball did not have a reception up against Concordia in uh, Seward last week. So I think it's important that we get our leading receiver involved in the football game here today. It'll be uh, Hastings. They win the toss and defer to the second half, so they'll be kicking from right to left here. It'll be uh, Alex Stogdell in the uh, football game and dropping back deep for Northwestern. Going to be a couple of guys guys back there. One guy's going to be Matt Williams, he'll be one of the guys, a reserve running back. The other guy back there will get his jersey number. Going to be uh, Shane Solberg, so Solberg back there. Solberg, uh, one of the uh, running uh, receivers, leading receiver on this uh, football team. I thought you were just going to take over. Well, that. I was going to, you know, I, after last night, you, I thought you were maybe coming down with a little bit of a cold. I was going to just take the day off. Well, and- I... You know, it, it doesn't hurt for a radio now, play-by-play announcer to have a bye week. <laughs> We've had a couple already. I know it. I know it. All right, let's get uh, let's get jiggy with it. Let's get, let's things, get jiggy. Uh, yeah. Let's get her cranked up here. I tell you what, good to have the band down to the uh, right of us here. We pretty quiet last week. Not a lot of breeze, but the football falls off the tee here. Stogs will put it back up on the. Hey, we got a defective tease. Talk just having a tough time getting the ball to stand up right. Could be. I don't know. All right, so we're getting set to go. Hastings kicking off here. 
at the 35-yard line. Again, welcome aboard Bronco football for you here today on 1230 KHIS. Songs gets the whistle. He's into the football. It's going to be an end-over-end kick. It drives it all the way down to the goal line. They fumble the ball into the end zone, out of the end zone. It's going to be a touchback. Matt Williams having problems with the ball there. It goes off of his uh, shoulder pads, and it's in and out of the end zone. So a touchback in Northwestern will have the ball. This is a team that can really score, Jimmy, 38.4 points per ball game. They average 441 yards per game. That includes 188 yards on the ground and 252 yards through the air. So the Houston College defense has got a tough, tough task here this afternoon. The Bronco defense giving up 31 points and 408 yards per ball game. So they've got a big test here this afternoon. And the quarterback here is probably uh, one of the premier quarterbacks. Not one of them. Uh, he, he might be here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. He's going to take a shot right off of the bat. And it's going to be caught at the 35-yard line of Hastings in the 30 to the 25-yard line. That's Solberg, their leading receiver. Just sent him downfield right in the middle. Had double coverage. How can that happen on the first play? Yeah, unbelievable. That was Murray back in coverage for Hastings. They throw a home run ball right between the two hash marks. Big, big play all the way down to the Hastings College 26-yard line on the very first play of the day. Well, they have, uh, they've seen uh, all the injuries that uh, Hastings has sustained in the secondary, and they pick on them early. That's 54 yards on the first play. First and 10 from the Bronco, 26. All right, so Tyson Koima is now going to hand the ball away, and that's not going to go far. That's uh, Caligonis carrying the ball. He'll get most of the, the load here today rushing the football. Caligonis moves it down to the 25-yard line, so give him a pickup of one on the play. Second down and nine yards to go. Northwestern working from our left to our right here in the first quarter, just underway. We're a minute into the ball game. Caligonis, the product out of Lake Havasu, Arizona. I believe he came in a transfer from the University of Arizona. He lands on the doorstep of Matt McCarty in Orange City, Iowa. Says, hey, can I play football for you, coach? I'd love to. Here's an empty backfield down for the Red Raiders. They throw the ball on the near side. Caligonis grabs the ball at the 19-yard line, and he is knocked out of bounds. Ross Ostendorf over there for Hastings College on defense to knock him down. The best thing that could happen here, Jimmy, is for Hastings to keep him to a field goal after that big, long pass play on the very first play from the line of scrimmage for Northwestern. They're sitting with the ball at the 19-yard line. Northwestern looking at third down and about four yards to go. Wide receiver will split out to the left side of the formation. That's a Mosier. Now a man's going to come in motion to the near side. Caligonis is going to get the call here. Caligonis outside the numbers, slips a tackle, and he's going to have a first down, I do believe. We'll see when they spot the football. He had to take it to the 16. He did not get there. Yes, he did. Yep, they're going to mark the ball at the 14. Tyler Kennedy was the guy to knock him out of bounds for Hastings, but not in time, so a big crucial first down there. For Northwestern, they move the ball down to the Hastings College 14. They've got the ball in the red zone, and they're knocking on touchdown door early. Caligonis, he's a shifty runner. He was uh, met a couple of by a couple of different Broncos there, but just simply sidestepped him, made a move, picked up the first down, second one of the drive here for uh, Northwestern. All right, first and 10 here. They fake the ball to Caligonis. Wow. Here's Koyman. He takes the ball, winds his way into the end zone for the touchdown. Tyson Koyma takes it in from 14 yards out and on the first series 
of the ball game. Northwestern uses a big 54-yard pass play. And a couple of plays later, Jimmy stick it in the end zone, and it is six to nothing Northwestern. Well, and Coima just faked the handoff to uh, Caligonis off the left side. That's where the flow of the defense went. Nobody in the middle. Coima had an open field between the hash marks, and he went in untouched to score the first touchdown here early in this football game. All right, so it's a six to nothing ball game. Here comes the uh, PAT now. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So Northwestern draws uh, first blood here in this one, and they, they made it look easy. 12 minutes and 48 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern seven, Hastings nothing. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Chicago football brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings, the Hastings Tribune, Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Five plays, 75 yards. First drive for Northwestern to stick it in the end zone here this afternoon. Tyson Coyman takes it in from 14 yards out. Seven to nothing is the score. The Red Raiders grab the early lead. Group of surgeons here to the left of us. That'd be the coaching staff for Northwestern. Not a sweat beat on their forehead. They're just businesslike each and every week. They get their squad on a five-play, 75-yard drive. Murray and Willingham back deep. It'll be Murray at the goal line. He brings her back here for Hastings, center of the field, back to the 10, winds his way to the 15. Murray's at the 20-yard line, retreats back to the 18, gets to the sideline, 25-30, 35, out to the 38-yard line. Murray's going to break one sometime this year. Well, he better hurry. We're running out of games, but that was a crafty little run. He took it at the goal line, brought it up the near side hash, got it out to the numbers. A wall of uh, customers there in white uniforms. Then he cut it back to the right, took it all the way to the far side of the field, did a lot of running, probably run a better part of about 70 yards on that. We'll give him 38 on the return, but a good one. Hastings starts in good field position. Their first possession, they trail. 12.35 left to go in the first quarter. It's Raiders, Red Raiders, that is, seven. Hastings, nothing. All right, Broncos moving uh, right to left here in the first quarter. South to north, here's Isaiah Jackson in there at quarterback. And right off of the bat, we have got a delay of game. Oh, goodness. First play for Hastings, a delay of game. How does that happen? Well, look, look between the two teams. The first play for Northwestern, 49-yard pass completion. First play for Hastings. Penalty. Penalty. For a delay of game. And you should have the play ready. Get yeah. your and just anyway, five yard penalty, first and fifteen for Hastings back at the thirty-eight. All right, wide receivers left and right. Jackson is gonna hand the ball away to Taj. He slides through there across the thirty-five to the forty out to the forty-three yard line. Taj Willingham. Tackle is made in there by Sean Powell. Powell, a uh, linebacker, a junior out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. One of the several players on this team yeah. from Sioux Falls got away from the coup. I don't know how they did that. I don't either. Second down and seven yards to go 
Hastings working with the ball in their own territory. Here's uh, Willingham again. He gets it to the 45-yard line. He's going to be brought down there. Sean Powell again into the stop for the uh, Red Raiders. He had 65 tackles coming into the football game here this afternoon. So now Hastings has had a penalty. They've run two plays, and now we're looking at third down, three yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 45-yard line, already trailing this ball game by a score of 7 to nothing. All-important third down. We have had a tough time on third down conversions this year. Jackson's got wide receivers left and right. Isaiah calling the signals out there. He faced the ball, drops back to throw. He takes a shot down the right sideline, and the reception is going to be made down there at the 8-yard line. That's Terrence McIntyre, I believe, downfield. Yeah, McIntyre makes a sensational catch back there. Noah Van Hoff was the guy back there in coverage. But Terrence McIntyre, the freshman out of San Diego, California, down the right sideline, makes a magnificent catch for Hastings. And the Broncos now knocking on touchdown door down here at the eight-yard line of Northwestern. Here's a Jackson going to hand the ball away to Taj, and Taj is going to be hitting down he goes at the 10-yard line, maybe even to the 11. Taj had a tough time getting started right there. Tackle made by Jed Van Hoff, the other uh, defensive end over there for the Red Raiders. He's a senior out of Alford, Iowa. That was a loss back to the 10-yard line in between the 9 and the 10-yard line. He sings. Now looking at second down in goal. The Broncos really need to stump this one into the end zone after uh, giving up a touchdown in the Northwestern first drive of the afternoon. There's a Taj with the ball. Taj moves it down to about the five-yard line. So now Hastings looking at a third down in goal for the five-yard line of Northwestern. Van Hoff again into the stop there for the Northwestern defense. Mike, and against a team like Northwestern, you've got when you get the football in the red zone, sure you want points, but against Northwestern, we need touchdowns. We don't need field goals. Hastings on third down conversions, hitting only 36%. We need to stuff one in here right here from the five-yard line. Jackson stands. He fires the ball. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. Martinez. Anthony Martinez gets the touchdown reception. That's his first touchdown reception of the year. And, yeah, I like that. We take it right downfield. Isaiah Jackson fires his first touchdown pass as a Bronco. And now it's a 7-6 ball game in favor of Northwestern. 62 yards on six plays. So the Broncos bounce right back. Stogs into the football game for the PAT. That one comes with 10 minutes and 7 seconds to play. Here comes the PAT. Ball is down. He just slides that one to the uh, left upright. So the PAT is good. 10 minutes and 7 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 7 at Northwestern 7. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, that just went to Dr. Order wow. right there. Ten minutes and seven seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, it's a seven to seven ball game. Hastings and the sixth ranked Northwestern Red Raiders. Isaiah Jackson with his first touchdown pass of uh, 
I believe, his career yep. here at Hastings College. So. Martinez gets his first touchdown pass of the season. Yeah, I tell you what, you go back to that pass to Terrence McIntyre, he's kind of, I've seen him slowly work his way up the yardage charts in uh, receiving here with Hastings College the last few weeks. He's been a favorite target, and uh, that was a fantastic catch. As Stoggs is into the football, that's going to come down to, uh, that's going to be another new man back there for uh Northwestern. They bring it back to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, 25, out to the uh, 30-yard line. They're going to see a bunch of guys uh, back there. Uh, Dylan Sanders, this guy, bringing the ball back that time for Northwestern. We'll see a bunch of guys back there for Northwestern returning kicks. They're going to bring the ball out here to the 29-yard line, so we'll see what the Red Raiders can do. Red Raiders got the... Football first today and went five plays in 75 yards. Made it look easy. Well, I guess the Hastings College defense will see if they, they learn anything in their, their class session down yeah, here. Yeah, both teams have hit on a, a big play. Northwestern uh, hit on a 47 yard pass, first play of the game, and the Broncos hit on a 40, uh, excuse me, a 49 yarder for Northwestern. They flipped the ball here. Here's a Solberg, the uh, wide receiver coming back, and the Broncos are over there defensively to knock him down. They get to the sideline, but Shane Solberg, he ran out of real estate. The Broncos are right there to knock him down. Boy, that was a pickup of only two yards in a play, second down and eight. I was going to say, the guy with the uh, down marker, he was uh, he was taking a trip south. I was like, wait a minute, he didn't pick up that many yards. That was great defensive uh, penetration there by Hastings. They got some guys in on that left side of the offensive front, and then they strung it out, used the boundary as a, as a helper over there, and uh, Solberg, a speedy receiver in there, only picks a couple yards, second down and eight. Tyson Koma is the quarterback. He bobbles the ball. Now he looks, he fires, and it's going to be caught here at the 34-yard line, races to the 35, to the 39, breaks away down to sideline 40, 45, still on his feet to the 49, and brought down. That's Solberg. Solberg makes the reception. Lane Dicely over here for the Hastings College defense to finally bring him down, but that's going to be a first down. For the Red Raiders as they bring the ball out the 49-yard line. Are we going to get in the, uh, a track meet here today or what? Well, I don't think we want to get in a shootout with this <laughs> football team because I know what their potential is. They can hang a bunch on the uh, board, but that was a 19-yard gain, some sloppy tackling right in front of Tony Harper and the Broncos before Dicely comes over and knocks him down. Ball at the 49, first and 10. Solberg again goes in motion. They hand the ball away to Caligonis. He brings it across the 50 to the Hastings College 47-yard line before he is knocked down. Tackle is made in there by Chris Rodriguez for Hastings College. A freshman getting a chance to play here today. Rodriguez, a 5'10", 185-pound freshman out of Houston. Second down, down for Northwestern. Second down and six yards to go. They've got the ball to Hastings College, 47-yard line. Eight minutes and 20 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We're tied up at seven points apiece. Wide receivers again, left and right. In fact, two wide receivers out to the right side of the formation. They're going to hand the ball away. Calagonis sweeping right side, 45-40, 35-30. He's down to the 28-yard line before he's ridden out of bounds there by Hastings College. Dayron Jones, a freshman out of Kansas City, riding him out of bounds, but that's another first down. And the Red Raiders doing just about anything they want here against the Hastings College defense. Four first downs on the afternoon, two through the air, two on the ground. And I think the teams, you can you can underestimate the speed of Calagonis. He, once he hits the gas pedal, he can accelerate through the line, and he did with down in front of the Bronco bench. Picks up a quick 18 yards after he broke a couple of tackles. Football down at the 27-yard line. Northwestern moving from our left to our right here in this first quarter of play. There's a handoff, and the Broncos are right there. That's Matt Williams. 
Jones. End of the ball game now for Northwestern, and he is stacked up on the play. A loss of a yard. Several crimson shirts right there to bring him down, so Williams comes in. He's a, a sophomore out of Fredericton, Missouri. He had 122 yards rushing as he spells Caligonis a little bit at the uh, running back position here for the Red Raiders. Second down and 11 yards to go. And now Northwestern will go with a, a triangle of four wide receivers out to the right side of the formation. Empty backfield. One wide receiver out to the left side. There's uh, Koima. He wants to throw. Koima takes it to the 30. He's going to run, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the 25. Koima wanted to take the ball downfield. Good job by the Broncos secondary to locking up those uh, receivers. Cornelius Barber was the guy to run him out of bounds for the Hastings College defense. They're going to spot the football right at the 24-yard line. Six minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the first quarter. And now Northwestern will have a third down situation here. Northwestern on third downs, fourth in the conference in converting these things, 41.6%. They were 37 out of 89 coming into the football game here this afternoon. They've got a third and seven from the Hastings College 24-yard line. Three wide receivers out to the right side. They're going to try to run for it. Here's Caligonis. Caligonis takes the ball on the 20. He's going to be short of a first down. Caligonis takes the ball. He didn't even get to the 20-yard line. To the 21, we're given. Anthony Murray into the stop. And now Northwestern looking at fourth down. Fourth down here as they're approaching the red zone. They've got the ball at the 21-yard line. It looks like Northwestern is going to go for it. Fourth down conversions. They are number one in the conference at 11 out of 13. 84.6%. They've got a, a long one here. Fourth down and four yards to go. Four wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation this time. One wide receiver will come to the right. Now Tony wants to call a timeout. Tony calls a timeout, and he's not happy as his defense was a misaligned right there. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 544 to play here in the first quarter. Northwestern 7, Hastings 7. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Update from Lincoln. Nebraska is leading Bethune-Cookman. The score is 38-3. Oscars have the lead in the third quarter. That game is over on the breeze today. KLIQ 94.5. Fourth down, four yards to go for Northwestern. They get the ball to Hastings College 27. A pass across the middle. Caught at the 10-yard line. Down to the 5. Down to the 4-yard line. The ball comes loose. The ball is loose. I think Hastings has the ball. The officials look at one another. Hastings is on top of the football at the 6-yard line. Let's see if the officials agree. Still no indication. They are meeting here at the 5-yard line. A turnover, and Hastings has the ball at the 5-yard line. 22-yard pass and catch on 4th down. He hits his uh, leading receiver, Solberg. And again, 
wide open right across the middle of the field. They hit him in stride, but boy, the Broncos down there defensively, that's what you need. You got to have some turnovers. We'll try to get a, a number on the uh, replay here, but the Broncos come up with a turnover at the five-yard line. So Bronco D bends quite a bit, but they uh, hold here, come up with the first turnover of the game. It looked like Anthony Murray was at the bottom of the stack there for uh, Hastings College. That was a big, big turnover as Northwestern was driving for the uh, lead touchdown here in the first quarter. Now Hastings has got the ball. There's a Willingham, bounces off of a couple of would-be tacklers and takes the ball out here to the nine-yard line. So pick up a four yards in the play for Taj Willingham. Hastings is going to have to have success running the football here today against uh, this Northwestern defense, and that's going to be a tall order. Northwestern gives up only 135.6 yards per game rushing. Second down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own nine-yard line. Jackson gives the ball away to Taj. He slides through there and stumbles across the 15 out to the 17-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down for Hastings College. Tackle is made in there by Garrett Saylor, the sophomore strong safety out of Sibley, Iowa. So Hastings has got the first down, first and 10 here at the 16-yard line. Four minutes and 48 seconds to play. Broncos... We're going to go with a uh, slower pace here today against this Northwestern uh, football team, and they're spending a lot of time here at the line of scrimmage. Jackson throws it to the far side. It's going to be caught and dropped over there. Incomplete pass. Incomplete pass. Kind of a low pass there from Jackson intended for uh, Jordan Johnson on the uh, far side of the field. A couple of guys would have been there to to knock him down. Would have been a minimal gain. You talk about rushing the football. Very important today that uh, we get off to a good start so far. So good. Taj, six carries, 29 yards. And they've opened some nice little seams. A lot of them yards have been between the tackles. All right, second and 10 for Hastings. They've got the ball on their own 16-yard line. Jackson has got wide receivers split out. Wide to the right side here. Long count. Jackson, play action pass. He winds up. Going to take a shot. He's got a man out there and overthrows his man at the 40-yard line of Northwestern. Out there again. Had his man beat Jimmy Terrence McIntyre, but Jackson threw it too far that time. Incomplete pass. Boy, when you get those opportunities, you've got to connect against a good football team. And McIntyre blew right by his coverage man at about the 40-yard line, and you could see it. He was wide open. He catches that. He takes it the distance, and that was uh, just an unfortunate error there. First or a second incomplete pass by Isaiah Jackson here in, in this football game. All right, so now Hastings are looking at third down, 10 yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 16-yard line. Man comes in motion to the near side. That is uh, Taj. He'll set up over here as a uh, slot man of the formation, and now there's some uh, confusion, and we've got our second delay, delay of game here. So Jackson... A little inexperienced quarterback might be having some problems uh, getting some uh, plays called and some signals in the right order here. And now all of a sudden we've got a third down and long as the ball is brought back here to the 11-yard line. Third down and 15 yards to go for Hastings. Play comes in now from uh, the offensive staff here on the near sideline. Two wide receivers to each side now with Willingham in the backfield. Jackson will step up. He wants to throw. Jackson has still got it. Jackson is going to throw the ball into the Northwestern bench. Well, we don't convert, but we don't make a a stupid mistake down here either. But now Stoggs is going to be 
put into a position here where he's going to need a boomer out of his own end zone. Well, you are, and but you look at it. We make the uh, second delay a game penalty that hurt us five yards. We had the pass that was overthrown. That could have easily been uh, uh, six points. Broncos out with the lead now. Stoggs will stand about three yards deep. Solberg's going to stand right around midfield to return this punt. High snap. Stoggs gets it down. Stongs is going to angle this one to the far side. It's going to bounce at the 50, bounce at the 45. It bounces at the 42, and it's going to roll dead right around the 40-yard uh, line. So a good kick there by uh, Alex Stongholm for Hastings. But now Hastings unable to do anything with that turnover, Jimmy. You don't get many turnovers against Northwestern. Hastings got five last week against Concordia, and now they're uh, plus one here today against Northwestern. Look at Northwestern offensively, eight carries, 48 yards on the ground. A lot of that is Caligonis. He's got 32 of the 48. Passing uh, so far, Coima, five of five passing, 98 yards already. He had that big long one on the very first play. 49, and then he's had a 19 and a 22. The 22-yarder was the one they got down to the five and fumbled it. But they'll take over here at their 40-yard line with 4.03 left to go here, tied up 7-7. All right, so Northwestern has got the ball for the third time here this afternoon. They give it away to Khaled Gonis, and he's going to be hit, and down he goes right at the 40-yard line. Another good job by Hastings on defense. Norman McKissick, who has been banged up all season long. We get his services back today. Norman McKissick, the uh, senior out of Chicago, he makes his stop there. No gain in the play, second down to 10. And that was the uh, second play for no gain for this Bronco defense. Again, it's just a, a matter of baby steps against a good football team. Uh, like you'd said a couple of games ago, you just got to make, you got to take it play by play and try to win each play. That one there was a win for the Broncos. Second down along here for the Red Raiders. All right, wide receivers again, left and right. Here's a pass that's going to be caught, and the Broncos are right there. They go to their leading receiver in Solberg, but he is knocked down immediately there by Hastings and Maurice McDonald right there. A pickup of about five yards in a play. Third down now and five yards to go. They have moved the ball to the 45-yard line. Boy, that Solberg has got some good feet. He comes out of his breaks very good. Luckily enough, Ostendorf was there for the uh, Broncos to bring him down in one-on-one coverage. Also getting help from uh, Maurice McDonald. It's a third down and uh, five yards to go from the uh, 45-yard line of... uh, Northwestern. There's three wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation now. Koima has got the ball. He looks right, comes back left. He throws the ball. He's got a man out there. Caught the 30, 25, 20, 15 to the 10-yard line to the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Shane Solberg again. They find and they jam it into the end zone. A 55-yard touchdown pass and it's 13-7 Northwestern. Just talked about Solberg coming out of his breaks. He got loose on the far side hash. Nobody the uh, defensively there for Hastings College. Then we had a couple guys down around the 10-yard line. And Solberg, I don't know how he got out of a couple of those tackles. He should have been brought down inside the 10. But 55 yards later, and that's just how quick this team can rebound. Now they've got a 13-7 lead and uh, 158 yards of passing for Coima. That one comes with two minutes and 28 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is going to be good. So the PAT is good. We've had three touchdowns here in the first quarter. We've got two minutes and 28 seconds to play in the opening period. The score, it's Northwestern 14, Hastings College 7. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hi, Mike Will, Gene Shaw, Jimmy Purcell back here at Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, 14-7 is the score. Hastings in Northwestern here this afternoon. So a couple of touchdowns for the Red Raiders here against the Bronco D in the opening period. Now we see the flags really start to pick up the wind uh, out of the south here a little bit. They're doing all this. Into the breeze, 158 yards, perfect passing. Koima is 7 of 7 passing, and now we've got a, a short kick. A pooch kick, and that ball is a lively. It is picked up by Northwestern, and I think the Red Raiders have the ball. Oh, yeah, they do. Ross Ostendorf was signaling for fair catch, but you've got to attempt you, to catch the ball. It. You can't let it hit the ground. Yeah, that was a mistake. That's oh, Northwestern's my. ball. Yeah. That was I don't know if that was an intentional kick or what, Jimmy, but that was high in the air. Austin Dorf, like you said, was signaling for the fair catch, but he was about five, six yards from where the ball came down to the turf. That's a live ball, and Northwestern hops on top of it. So another special teams mistake, and Northwestern is going to have the ball at yeah. the Hastings College 31-yard line. Yeah, and you don't give this uh, football team the short field, and that's exactly what happened. They just come off of a big, long Touchdown pass of 55 yards. Now they've got 31 yards to pay dirt. You don't want to let them get ahead by a couple scores. All right, so now the Hastings College defense is going to come back out on the field here. They hand the ball away to Caligonis. Caligonis sweeps left side, 25-20. And he's going to be brought down there by uh, Ostendorf. That was a quick pickup of 10 yards on the play. Now a penalty flag is down on the far side of the field, and I think this one is coming back. And have a penalty here against the Northwestern as Caligonis took it around the left end, probably a hold. It's usually what happens, and that's probably going to be the case. All right, so we missed a call, but I think that was the, the flag. It's going to be a holding call on Northwestern, which brings the ball back to the 40-yard line. First down, now and 20 yards to go for uh, Northwestern. 14-7 is the score. The Red Raiders have the lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. But now uh, the turnovers are tied up at one apiece. Hastings getting a fumble earlier in this quarter, and now Northwestern on the kickoff getting a, uh, a turnover here. They're going to try to cash in. The ball is sitting at the Hastings College 40-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Caligonis gets the call again, and Hastings will bring him down right at the line of scrimmage. Caligonis unable to get started. Kendall Oberheide, the former Adams Central Patriot, will bring him down. Oberheide, 265-pound junior. He records his eighth tackle of the season. He's playing for Austin Bredding, who is not playing today due to injury. That was a loss of a yard in the play as they push it back here to the 41-yard line. Second down, 21 yards to go now for Northwestern. Wide receivers left and right. 
Here's a Koima. He wants to throw. He throws it near side, and that's going to be incomplete. I don't know if somebody got a hand on it or what, Jimmy, but that one was uh, delivered uh, short of the target here on the near sideline. Yeah, something happened there because when you got a quarterback that's 7 of 7 passing, two or one touchdown and 158 yards, and he throws one like that, something happened. That was definitely a misfire. That went to about six, seven yards deep in the Bronco bench. It'll bring up a, sec- a third down. Third and 20 here back at the 41-yard line. 125 left to go here in the first quarter. Three wide receivers bunched up again out to the uh, left side of the formation. One wide receiver will be to the right. Coimo looks to the far sideline. Might be changing the play here against the Bronco D. And now we're going to have uh, some movement up front. Big old 58. He uh, got an early start on that play. Big old number 58 is uh, Josh Torno. Six foot four, 285 pound junior is the uh, right tackle out of Sioux Falls. So, penalty there. We need to get Grandma's dishcloth, yeah, I think, this afternoon. I was say, we'll have Gino run down there with the rag and, and a roll of duct tape. We'll get it wrapped around his microphone and we'll be able to hear him a lot clearer. They'll push the football all the way back to the 46 yard line. Now it's now they got to take it all the way down to Elm Street to uh, get this first down. But that's not a problem for this football team. They can. Uh, they can go uh, the distance in a hurry. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right side here for Koima. Koima's going to hand the ball away. Look out, running with the football, 40, 35, 30. That's Williams with the ball, spins at the 23-yard line. He's run out of bounds close to the first down stakes. One penalty flag, two penalty flags down. I think this one is going to come back. So Northwestern being hit by penalties here on this drive. I think we're going to have an illegal block here sitting at about the 33-yard line. The officials put a couple of hankies down there at the 33, and then they'll all get together and chat about it here. And uh, we'll make the call here. Northwestern would have had the first down down around the uh, 22-yard line. It's going to be a holding call on Northwestern. So a holding call. Hastings will uh, take the penalty, and we'll give Northwestern another down here. That's not going to work today. I don't, I don't think we probably better try that again. That's going to knock me out of my chair here. Third penalty on this drive against Northwestern, and it'll be third down. They'll put the football at the 43-yard line. Spot foul on that uh, on that play. Yeah, the penalties were all down at the uh, 33, so they'll mark off the uh, 10 yards back here to the 43, so it's going to bring up a third down and still long situation here. For the Red Raiders, about 22 yards to go. Here's a Koima rolls right. He fires the ball. It's going to be caught. And did he hang on to it? No, he drops the ball right in front of the Hastings bench. Darren Scott was back there to jar the ball loose. He's all fired up. Darren Scott, the six-foot senior out of Waterloo, Iowa, knocks it out of there. So the turnover didn't hurt. Hastings was... Fortunate right there because they had great field position down here inside the 40-yard line, but Hastings will hold. Northwestern kind of self-destructs there with a couple of penalties on that drive, and now Hastings will get the ball on the punt. Hastings has got Murray back deep at the 10. It's a low snap. They get her away, though. End-over-end kick is going to bounce to the 20-yard line. Kind of takes a an awkward bounce down there. It's going to roll dead at the 15-yard line. 
So it's going to be Hastings' ball at the 15-yard line. 14-7 to is the score. Northwestern has got the lead with 44 seconds to play here in quarter number one. Wesley Jardine and uh, one of the Northwestern special teams guys going at it over here. One of his teammates comes over, grabs a hold of him, along with uh, Tony Harper. A lot of fire with him, grabbed a hold of Wesley's jersey and I'm sure it wasn't get over here and sit down. I'm sure it was a, another tone of voice. No penalty flag. 44 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Broncos trail 14-7. to 7. They'll have the football at their own 15. Yeah, how can he be jacked up already? Jardim, he got tossed uh, last two games ago. Yeah, two games ago. Last home game we had here. Got tossed in the first quarter for an illegal targeting call. So he sings he's got the ball back here. First down and 10. The ball is on the 15-yard line. They go to Taj. Taj angles off to the right side. He's finally brought down by Sean Powell. Powell's been in a couple of stops here for the Northwestern defense. He sings has moved the ball to the 18-yard line. That was a pickup of three yards on the play. Second down and seven yards to go here. For Hastings College, as time is uh, clicking away in the first quarter, we're down to 13 seconds to go in the opening period. Jackson has got it again, hands it away. That's going to be Neesmith who's into the ball game now. He brings the ball to the 22-yard line, where he is uh, brought down there. Nate Bennett, one of the uh, linemen for the Northwestern Red Raiders, will bring him down, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter of play. One quarter in the books this afternoon. Action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference. A good one brewing here today at the Osborne Sports Complex. After one, Northwestern 14, Hastings College 7. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, as we come back, Hastings looking at a third down and four, and they try to throw for it. It's an incomplete pass. Jackson to uh, Jordan Johnson. Just a uh, down and out there. Jackson couldn't thread the needle, and now Stongdo will be back into the ballgame to punt this baby away. We had had back-to-back carries of three and four, and we had, what, three yards to go, four yards to go, and we elect to throw it. Solberg back deep. He'll stand at midfield to retrieve this uh, Stogdill punt and it's blocked. It is blocked. The ball is loose. It is into the end zone. In and out of the end zone. It's going to be a safety. It's going to be blocked by uh, Northwestern. We'll watch the replay and uh, get the number here. But again, problems on the uh, special teams. Hastings has had a, a couple of miscues already and We'll have to go back and check this out, but how many punts that Hastings has had blocked here? And that's a big one right there. The block was by number 22 for a Northwestern. That's uh, Drake 
Brezina. Brezina gets the uh, block there for Northwestern. It's fortunately for us, it goes out of the end zone, so it's just a safety instead of a touchdown. But now Hastings will have to uh, kick the ball away and give her back to the Red Raiders. It just. 14 minutes and 47 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, we'll take a break with a score Northwestern 16, Hastings 7. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 K-H-A-S. So Drake Brezina gets a uh, block there of a punt. Ball goes through the end zone for a safety. And now Northwestern has got a 16-7 lead over Hastings College. We're in the second quarter of play. And now uh, it's going to be Stockdale. He will uh, tee things up, and he will punt away. Actually, he's going to kick it away here to a Northwestern now. Williams has got the ball. Williams back to the 35, to the 38, and he's going to be ridden out of bounds on the far sideline. So Hastings College is trailing in the ballgame 16-7. Not playing a bad football game so far, Jimmy, but a couple of big plays and uh, some problems on special teams. And Hastings finds themselves down early 16-7. to 7. Do you remember the grade last week I gave for the special teams? I think you gave them an F. That's correct, and they are right on pace for that same thing. We have had all kinds of trouble protecting Stoggs back there. I think Stogg takes forever to get the football away, but there's so much penetration back there. It doesn't matter if he took a one step at it or not. They're, uh, they're getting in there past our... Uh, Past our line, it's just uh, not good. Northwestern back on the field here at the 38. All right, here's a Koima. He wants to throw. He's going to throw it down the left sideline. Solberg is out there again. That time he can't get there. Austin Dorf was back in coverage for Hastings College. Incomplete pass, second down and 10. Get you some numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For the visiting Red Raiders in that first half, they put up 200 yards of total offense, 150 through the air, 50 on the ground. For the Broncos, 84 total, 52 through the air, 32 on the ground. We are make, having the makings of a G-Pack offensive player of the week already here again we're making a a all-american out of solberg 140 yards receiving already in the game four wide receivers throwing out here to the left side now they're going to throw it out here breaking loose caligonis has got the ball 35 down to the 33 yard line that's the hastings 33 that's how quick he can move it down the near sideline Robert Hernandez downfield to bring him down for hastings but they had a bunch of four wide receivers out here and the Caligonis was the, they had a bunch in like a little triangle. Caligonis was the, the back man of that triangle. They're just throwing the ball. They've got yeah. three blockers out there, and they just mower downfield here. That was a big game again. Yeah, like Andy Carr, just uh, step on the gas, and away he goes 25 yards later. And the sixth first down for Northwestern. That was a good play. They got the ball in Hastings College territory. Now Caligonis is going to run it across the 30. Down to the 29-yard line. So a quick pickup there of five yards in a play where Jacob Caligonis, a 5'10", 186-pound junior, 
from Lake Havasu City, Arizona. It was brought down into play by Julius Agul out of uh, San Diego. Caligonis in the uh, first quarter, 33 yards. We'll give him uh, 38 now on eight carries. Tyson Coima has a couple of carries and 18 yards for the Red Raiders. All right, so Northwestern looking at second down and six yards to go. Coima, play action pass. He's going to take a shot downfield, and that's incomplete. Incomplete. Hastings decked the man down. That's Jared Nelson, and he is not going to get up in the end zone. Yeah, they better be careful. Darren Scott come over. That was Murray that tipped the football away. That was a great defensive play, and look at Tony. Tony's telling him to get down and take a knee. He was uh, Darren Scott was showboating there, and the official was watching him, but the receiver took a whale of a shot. The receiver is uh, down in the end zone. Again, Darren Scott and uh, Murray were back in coverage for uh, Hastings College, so they're going to attend to the injured receiver in the end zone. 13 minutes and 18 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take an injury timeout here, 13-18. Now they're going to throw a penalty yeah. flag. Let's hold on here. Yeah, they're going to get Darren Scott. I'll about bet you he's getting sent to the locker room. I'd be really surprised if he's not. Tony is just shaking his head in disbelief. That that happened way after the play. Why didn't the well, official they, make the pl- the call? Why didn't he throw the flag after all that happened? Well, now they're visiting over at about the uh, twenty-five yard line, but yeah, that occurred way after the play, and all of a sudden, here comes a penalty flag down. The officials like they they thought about it for a while, and then they're going to throw a penalty flag just because they're out there attending to an injured player in the end zone. They thought about it for a while, and now uh, we got two officials talking with Tony here on the near sideline. The other four are grouped in a little huddle over there at about the uh, 26 or 27 yard line. Are discussing things. Like to see that again on uh, replay. Can they roll that back? He probably will here in just a second as the officials are. He's up on his feet now. That's great news there because that was a big, big shot. But I'd like to see if it was helmet to helmet. It's going to be a personal foul on Hastings. But now we've lost the the microphone. First down. Yeah, there he's back. Uh, Scott's still on the field, so evidently they didn't get him for a a targeting call here. But they're going to. They're going to give a penalty to Hastings, 15 yards. So Scott is not going to uh, get ejected for a targeting, so that's good news. He is still in the ball game, but Hastings has penalized their uh, 15 yards. Wow. And now Northwestern has got the ball down here at the Hastings College 15-yard line. That was Jared Nelson, the receiver for Northwestern. They were able to get him up, and he went off under his own power. That's great news. Northwestern will look at a first down, the ball at the 15-yard line. Now Williams will be in the backfield, and they're going to fake the ball to him. Coima comes to the near side, 15-yard line, still on his feet to the 10, and he's run out of bounds. He breaks the tackle. That was Ostendorf, who had him uh, wrapped up. He breaks through. That would-be tackler. And Coima has run out of bounds down around the 10-yard line. Abdul Mare was the guy to finally bring him down for a Hastings, but that was a good, strong run by Tyson Coima. The sophomore out of Hole, Iowa, the quarterback for the Northwestern Red Raiders. Yeah, that was Ostendorf out there one-on-one. They'll show the replay here. Coima very strong, giving him the stiff arm, just threw Ostendorf down to the turf, and then they rode him out about five, six yards deep. Coima wanted a flag, didn't get it, second down and five. All right, so now here's a Caligonis back into the ball game as the running back here. 
They're going to fake the ball to him. Koima rolls right. Here comes some pressure. He gets away. Koima throws the ball into the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. It is caught for the touchdown for the uh, Red Raiders, and the reception is made over there by Kate Moser. I want to see that one. That's going to be uh, close. Yeah, I don't think he was in. Kate Moser, the uh, wide receiver, catches that ball there. Unfortunately, the officials are not going to have the benefit of the the replay here, though, Jimmy. That's going to go as a touchdown, and just like that, it's 22 the seven Northwestern has got the lead. 193 yards now off the arm of Tyson Coima. Two touchdowns. That one coming from 10 yards out. We'll see the replay here momentarily as a Braxton Williams is in the game to attempt the PAT. All right, ball is down. Kick is up, and the kick is going to be good. So the PAT right through the pipes. The point after touchdown is good. 12 minutes and 45 seconds to play in the first half. We'll take a break with a score in Northwestern 23, Hastings 7. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, so Northwestern scores 23 to 7. They've got the lead here. You want to apologize to the officiating crew? <laughs> I tell you what, we were a long ways away from it, and it appeared that he uh, got pushed out of bounds before he got his feet in. You only need one. By golly, he got her in. Mosier with an outstanding catch. So I and apologize, he, Mr. Uh, Official. So I apologize, Mr. Official, for the. Inadequate comment. Rude comments that I made to you on air <laughs> on KHAS Radio. Boy, what a what a catch, though. Two touchdowns now for Coima. 193 yards. He's doing whatever he wants, throwing the football. He's a lot of talent. Murray and Willingham back deep as the Broncos find themselves in a hole, 23-7. to Hi, Williams is in the football. He's going to drill this baby. He made uh, it. Through the uh, pipes. There was a penalty on Hastings, so they were kicking off from the 50-yard line, and he drills that one through the pipes. He made her. We were were watching him during uh, warm-ups, and we said he's got a tremendous leg, and he just drilled that one from 60. Yeah, yeah, he does. Braxton Williams, he's uh, number 99. When you were 99 and you're a kicker, you better be pretty good, and he is. He's got a whale of a leg. They'll bring it out to the 25. All right now. Hastings has had some success running the football against this uh, Red Raider defense here today. Let's see if they get back at it here at the 25. We're to a point where we almost going to abandon the rush, but I don't think we can do that today. There's a running play. It's going to be uh, Taj as he tries to sweep it to the left side here. He brings the ball to the 30-yard line. Nate Bennett is the guy to uh, bring him down. Bronco football for you here this afternoon. And checking on uh, the Big Red in Lincoln, Nebraska is playing Bethune-Cookman today. And the Huskers probably playing anybody, anybody that's got a red jersey today, 45-3. to Nebraska has got the lead over Bethune-Cookman. They've got about eight minutes to play in that football game down there at Memorial Stadium. There's a handoff there, angling right side. That's going to be Taj, and Taj... Brings it to the 37. Justin Faber is the guy to bring him down. One of the linebackers from Rock Valley, Iowa. 
In fact, two of the four linebackers for Northwestern are from Rock Valley, and they're both seniors. They must have a heck of a football team in Rock Valley, Iowa. I was going to say, there's a lot of teammates that find their way to Matt McCarty's doorstep. We'll get back to play at action. Third down and two here after a two-yard game by Willingham. Jackson hands the ball away. That's Neesmith. He's going to bust through there for the first down. Brings it out across the 40 to the 41-yard line. So Tyree Neesmith run a big, long touchdown last week against the Concordia Bulldogs in the second half to kind of seal things up for us. He gets a carry there, picks up the first down for Hastings College. Broncos have got the ball at their own 40-yard line. 11 minutes and 17 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Northwestern 23, Hastings 7. Jackson again hands the ball away. There's a Taj dancing his way to the 40 to the 41-yard line. Just watching uh, this first half, Jimmy, you wouldn't look up and say that it's a 23-7 ball game. I, I get the feeling without the scoreboard in in play here that Hastings has not played too bad of a football game. We've had a couple of mistakes, and it's cost us today. We are uh, right on the doorstep of 100 total yards of offense. But, uh, yeah, we've uh, just we've had some unfortunate fortunate things happen here today in this game. Second down and eight yards to go. He sings with the ball. Jackson throws it out there. It's caught at the 40-yard line. That's Taj. He gets it across the 45, out to the 46, 47-yard line. He sings will be looking at third down and short here. Third down and about three yards to go. Bryce Van Beek makes the uh, tackle. First time we've called his name, but he's a stud over there on that defensive side. For the uh, Red Raiders, a senior, six foot, another kid is out of Rock Valley, Iowa. <laughs> that must mean a heck of a team in Rock Valley is all I can say because they're all seniors. Here's a Neesmith. He brings it across the 50 to the 49-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. Faber again into the stop there for the, the Red Raiders. So Hastings moving the ball. We're down inside 10 minutes to play now, 23-7. to Northwestern has got the lead. Neesmith now with three carries, 14 yards in the game. Willingham, 10 carries and 42 yards. Taz also, also with a catch for five yards. Broncos across midfield at the 49. Jackson has got a couple of running backs in the backfield. They fake the ball. Now they throw it down the right sideline. Penalty flags are down. Trying to take it downfield to Johnson. A lot of contact made downfield, and a penalty flag is going to be down. And I don't know... Jordan's talking with the official down there. Did they get? No, but it's going to be on uh, Northwestern because Jordan Johnson uh, patted the official on the fanny there as he was coming back to the huddle. That's uh, Noah Van Hoff is the guy who's going to be whistled for the the pass interference call. Yeah, anytime you pat the official on the fanny, you're not going to get a call in going against you. Is that okay? That's you, okay. You, you pat the you official touch, on the fanny. You can pat the official on the fanny, but you can't touch him anywhere else. No. <laughs> yeah, you better not touch him anywhere else. <laughs> All right. All right. First down, 10 yards to go. He sings with the ball now at the Northwestern 34-yard line with 9.35 to play. Jackson play action pass. Winds up, throws the ball down the left sideline. Oh, oh what a my. catch. What a catch that was. Terrence McIntyre. A one-handed spinning catch in the end zone for the touchdown. Can you believe that? You just got mossed. That baby will be on ESPN tomorrow morning with Randy Moss's segment. That might have been one of the best catches I've seen out of any receiver in a long, long time. Folks at home won't get to see this, but if there's a, a, a TV crew here, you'll get to watch that one. That was phenomenal. 
So Hastings gets back in the ball game with a touchdown pass. Isaiah Jackson throws his second touchdown pass of this ball game. Both of them to McIntyre. Hastings back into the ball game. Nine minutes and 28 seconds to play here in the second quarter. The score is Northwestern 23, Hastings 14. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. So it's a 23-14 ball game. That was a second touchdown pass thrown by Isaiah Jackson. The first one to McIntyre. The first one was to Anthony Martinez, and this one to McIntyre. But Jackson has got two touchdown passes here in this ball game. First uh, two touchdown passes of his career here. That last one, sensational. 23-14 now. Hastings will kick off. Williams will bring the ball back. Williams to the 30. I don't know if he made the 30. 29-yard line will give him, and that's where Northwestern will start. Wesley Jardine back to uh, knock him down there at the uh, 29-yard line. He made it to the 30, but it was like running into a wall. Watch this. He he just stops and gets shot backwards. But, boy, one more time on that catch. The defender was there. He was all over McIntyre. That's just how good that catch was. McIntyre went up and was able to just virtually grab it with his left hand, about one hand, uh, one hand above the uh, defender. That was that was just incredible there. But uh, defense back on the field here, first and ten, Northwestern. All right, Coyma is going to hand the ball away. That's a Caligonis as he slides through. He's got the first down and more all the way out across the forty-five to the forty-nine yard line. Before he's brought down, Ostendorf downfield to bring him down for the Hastings defense. But that was a huge run. 18. Yeah, 18-yard gain all the way out to the 48-yard line with nine minutes and nine seconds to play. And this ball game, kind of an entertaining first half here at 23-14. Got a good-sized crowd on hand, but Hastings have been playing from behind this entire first half, and they're not making a whole lot of noise out there so far today. Here's a Quema. He steps up. He fires the ball. He's got his man down there again at the 20-yard line. Breaks loose 15, 10, 5, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown at Shane Solberg again. Somebody find his number in the defensive secondary, will you? Shane Solberg is burning as he gets another touchdown here for Hastings. Rather, for a Northwestern, it's now 29-14. to 14. I think that was Johnny Wallace, number 46 on coverage, but he wasn't within... 12 to 15 yards, and another big catch. Uh, we'll get uh, preliminary numbers, but uh, this could be a record-setting day for the uh, receiver in Solberg. All right, here comes uh, Williams back into the ball game. Now they're going to fake this. They roll to the right side, and they are going to head toward the pylon. They're not going to get in. I think that was, that was just a low snap. We'll see that on replay, but he wasn't able to get it down for Braxton Williams, and he just took it off right side. Broncos stop him. All right, so the touchdown pass stands. Eight minutes and 43 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 29, Hastings 14. 
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 K-H-A-S. Well, just as uh, Hastings got some momentum, our defense gives up a two-play 70-yard drive. The last 52, a touchdown pass from Tyson Coima to a Solberg. And now it's a 29-14 ball game, Northwestern. Solberg with seven catches, 204 yards and two touchdowns. And we still got eight minutes and 43 (laughs) seconds to play. He's had catches of 52, 55, 22, 19, and 49. I don't know what you're going to have to do, but what we're doing with him is not working. No, no, it's, it's not. Now we got penalty flags down. Yeah, this went through. This went through the end zone. So I don't know. Yeah, how? What could you have done in watching the ball sail through the end zone in the air here? Now the officials are going to uh, get together again on the far sideline to uh, discuss this. Yeah, penalty flags are down, but that kickoff went sailing through the end zone in the air here. Now the officials. Bronco, Bronco. Dead ball. Personal foul. Fifteen-yard penalty, first down. How do you commit a personal I, foul when the ball is kicked through the end zone? Yeah, that, that's you're a, not thinking. That, that's a mental thing. You're not thinking. That's what Tony says all the time. The stupid penalties drive him crazy, and you're not thinking. So now all of a sudden, the ball is back here at the 11-yard line. Yeah, that, that shouldn't happen. That's a penalty that shouldn't have happened. The kicker kicks the ball all the way through the end zone, and as the ball was sailing by, you commit a personal foul on somebody that was bringing the ball or running up the field. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, sometimes boy. you just got to have to shake your head here. That's why these kids drive these coaches to other professions. There's <laughs> <laughs> a uh, handoff. That's going to be Taj as he slides there, out there for a couple of yards all the way out to the 17-yard line. You know, Scott Frost, even at the at the national level, Scott stands up there and just shakes his head. He says, some of the penalties and some of the things that we're doing out there, it really drives me crazy. Well, Tony's going to be in the same boat here. Jackson takes another shot down the left sideline. That's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get it to uh, Terrence McIntyre. Back in coverage was Noah Van Hoff for uh, Northwestern. That was thrown out of bounds. Eight minutes and three seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, 29-14, to 14, the Red Raiders have the lead. Well, Scott Frost won't be shaking his head today. He gets his second win, is it two final? in a row, 45-9 to nine at Memorial Stadium. The game is final in this developmental football game, I hear is what they called it. 45-9? to 45-9. to nine. That's not going to make some people happy. I know. Third down here. Third down. They swing it out here. It's going to be uh, grabbed again by... Neesmith, and Neesmith is going to be run out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. We'll wait until I I see all the the stuff coming out of there. I'm sure everybody imaginable got in the football game here this afternoon for uh, 
Nebraska, and that's basically what they used the game for today. Yep. So thus the – I was expecting – Maybe a bigger point total there, but I'm sure everybody got into the football game today. And Nebraska wins, what was it, 43 40, to 45 to 9. 45 to 9 is now uh, official. It's in the books, and now you can enjoy Hastings College football the rest of the way here today. There's a Neesmith. He was stopped, and then he broke loose, and he was trying to fight for some additional yardage. He did as he got the ball up to about the 27-yard line before he was brought down there by the Northwestern defense. Tackle was made by Sean Powell. They're bringing him down there for the Red Raiders. Is there more than one Sean Powell out there coming into this game? 65 tackles, one and a half sacks. He was leading the team, but he's been in on a ton of them today. The Broncos now with 63 yards on 15 carries rushing the football. Hastings has got the ball in their own territory. Isaiah Jackson has passed across the middle. That one is delivered high through the fingertips of Jordan Johnson and almost intercepted out there in center field on about the 47-yard line by Bryce Van Beek, who has a nose for the football. He's already got six interceptions so far this season. He was number one in the nation until last week. He he drops to number two in the nation with uh, six interceptions on well, the year. He about got his seventh one right there. That was very close as uh, Jackson overthrew the outstretched arms of Jordan Johnson. Third down and seven, ball at the 26th. 6.56 left to go to halftime. All right, Isaiah has got the ball. He backs up, surveys the field. He throws the ball, and that one is going to be delivered too far. Incomplete pass. That time, Anthony Martinez was the intended receiver. So now Hastings in uh, dangerous territory here, Jimmy. The, a short possession for the offense. The defense has got to come back out into the field. You're looking at a fourth down and seven from your own 26-yard line in Northwestern. A good, good field position here. Yeah, and Taj met uh, Jackson coming off the field. He was all alone over here in the flats. Definitely could have got enough for the uh, first down, but he elected to go downfield. A lot of errant passes by Jackson here today. And he barely gets that one away and Stoggs as uh, the punter. That one's going to roll, though, across the 40, 35, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Yeah, the special teams is like an adventure here. Oh, it's, it's like an adventure, and we've seen that. And it's been a, a year thing, too. It's not just been the last uh, couple of weeks. It's been uh, almost from yeah. the uh, start of the season. We're having problems on special teams, and it's not getting any better. Now we've had a had a block punt, nearly got the Stogs on that one. We had a kickoff that we mishandled. Didn't even look like we wanted to get on top of the football, and Northwestern got it. Now they'll trot out on the football field. Line of scrimmage, a 29-yard line, 641. Left to go here in the first half. It's Red Raiders 29, Hastings 14. All right, there's the uh, toss the ball here to a Solberg again as he brings it across the uh, 30 onto the 33-yard line, and he's going to be ridden out of bounds there. So Solberg, he's uh, doing the job receiving the ball. Now he's going to try his luck running it. Tyler Kennedy was the guy to run him out of bounds here for Hastings College. Up at the 34-yard line. We'll give him a pickup of five yards in the play. Second down in five. Six minutes and 16 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, it's 29-14. Northwestern has got the lead. Movement up front. We'll see. Penalty flags are down. Penalty flags are down as the uh, alarms and sirens are going off. They're here. not coming to get you, are they? They're coming to take us away here. Offside. Defense, number 90. Five-yard penalty. Results? First down. All right, Tyler Parthamer is a guy who uh, jumps off sides there for Hastings. It cost the Broncos five yards, and it's going to cost uh, 
a first down here. So Northwestern will get a first and 10 out here to the 39-yard line. Parthamer was a, a game-time decision today. He's been banged up here the past couple of weeks. And evidently he's uh, able to go, but he jumps off sides there. Now he's on the sidelines for Tony Harper and the Broncos. First down and 10. They swing the ball out here. Calagonis has got the ball. He's got room. 45-50 makes a move with the 45 down to the Bronco 40. Down to the Hastings 37-yard line where he's tackling the play there by Ostendorf. But again, a good run there by Calagonis. He runs the ball. He's a great receiver. He's got 12 receptions coming in here. He's had a couple of receptions today, and they're all for a big yardage. And now Northwestern going without a huddle. They got the ball down here at the Hastings College 38-yard line. Quickly up to the line of scrimmage here. Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Coima waiting for the snap. He's got it. He throws the ball. It's picked off by Ostendorf, and he's out of bounds. A turnover. Ross Ostendorf gets a pick. He jumps the pattern there. He gets his second interception of the season. Hastings gets their second big turnover this ballgame. Wow, and I tell you what, Coima have been pretty accurate all day long, but you watch this play on, on replay here. That was just a, an awful pass by Coima. Ostendorf was in great position. He uh, made the interception right in front of Cade Mosier. So now the Broncos get the football back. And uh, plenty of time left, 522 left to go to here till half. All right, so Hastings needs to move the ball here. They're down 29-14 to 14 in this ball game. Isaiah Jackson back out there with his offensive troops. He's got a couple of running backs to each side of him. And now Taj Willingham is going to get the call. He's going to run it to the 30-yard line as they sweep it over on the far side to the 35, and he's out of bounds to the 36- or 37-yard line. Probably run out of bounds over there by the Red Raiders. That's Bryce Van Beek over there to... Run him out of bounds. That was a pickup of about four yards in the play. Second down and six yards to go for Hastings. Bronco football for you here this afternoon at 1230 KHIS. Hastings and the sixth-ranked Northwestern Red Raiders. Northwestern has lost only once this season. That was the number one-ranked Morningside last week by eight points. There's a handoff, spinning with the ball and getting loose. 40 out to the 45-yard line, still on his feet to the 47 before he's finally brought down. That's Taj, finally brought down by Ben Granstra, a freshman linebacker out of Sheldon, Iowa. But that was a nice run, too, by uh, Taj Willingham. Made a little spinning move there and then broke loose. Found his seam and picks up the first down. Out near the midfield strike. That cat's a tough one to bring down. That was a 13-yard gain. He had all kinds of white jerseys draped all over him. For Taj now, 13 carries, 63 yards. Hastings has got wide receivers left and right now and first down and 10. Jackson, play action pass, throws it across the middle. That thing is hauled in down at the Northwestern 35-yard uh, line. Terrence McIntyre again makes the reception there for Hastings. Dan Beek on the uh, tackle for Northwestern. Hastings has got the ball now in Red Raider territory at the 35-yard line, still with 418 to play. I tell you what, Solberg's having a uh, great game for Northwestern. McIntyre as well. Three catches. I'll figure his numbers up here real quick. McIntyre had just 10 receptions coming into the football game here this afternoon. First down and 10 yards to go. Hastings on the move here. Neesmith has got it. Neesmith at the 30, 25, 20 down the sideline, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. 
Tyree Neesmith takes it in from 35 yards out, and the Broncos are in this football game. Three minutes and 54 seconds to play in the second quarter. Hastings now trailing Northwestern 29 to 20. 52 yards on five carries for uh, Neesmith in the football game. So the Broncos over 100 yards of rushing. Took that one right off the right side. Got a little bit of a seam, but I tell you one thing with Neesmith, man, when he turns the Jets on, he pulls away from the defense he did there from 35 yards out. Here comes the extra point. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the PAT is good. The PAT is good. Now with three minutes and 54 seconds to play here in the second quarter, we'll take a break with a score Northwestern 29, Hastings 21. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, Hastings gets in the end zone. A four-play, 69-yard drive for the second straight week. Tyree Neesmith gets into the end zone. This one from 35 yards out at Hastings College right in this football game. Despite everything that's happened in the first half, it's 29-21. Yeah, Neesmith having a good afternoon. Five carries, 52 yards at touchdown. Taj with 63 yards on 13 carries. And McIntyre with three catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown in the ball game. Jackson has thrown for 116 yards. But, uh, yeah, Hastings hanging around in this ball game. Here's a Stongles kick. Flutters gets down there at the 10-yard line quickly back to the 20 to the 25. That's Williams with the ball at the 30. Williams at the 35, across the 35 to the 37 before he's brought down. So that's where Northwestern will get the ball. Hastings now has to make a stop here on defense with three minutes and 45 seconds still left on the clock in the second quarter. Hastings and the sixth-ranked team in the country battling here this afternoon. In the Great Plains Athletic Conference, Hastings has had a mishandled kick. They've had a punt block, but yet we're still within eight points. Hastings is playing a pretty good football game here this afternoon. First down, 10 yards to go for Northwestern. They've got the ball on their own 38-yard line. Coima comes back out. Wide receivers left and right. Calagonis gets the call here across the 45. Calagonis to the 50 inside Hastings College territory and finally ridden out of bounds here at the 45-yard line. Nice hard run again by Caligonis. Brought down by Hastings. Abdul Mare was the guy to finally bring him down here. He's a big old boy at 305 pounds and a junior. Six foot two out of Houston. First and ten here for Northwestern. With the ball at the Hastings College 45-yard line. Coima has got three wide receivers bunched up to the right side of the formation. To the left side, you've got Mosier. As he waits for the snap here, they hand the ball away to Caligonis. Races to the edge, comes across the 45 to the 40, and brings the ball down to the 38-yard line. He's brought down there by Hastings, so a good gain by Caligonis. Johnny Wallace was the guy to bring him down. He's the uh, senior from uh, Strasburg, Colorado, to bring him down. The studs for uh, Northwestern here today. Caligonis, 11 carries, 78 yards. He's got... 
Actually, uh, no touchdowns rushing. The, the guy that's hurt us so far is Solberg. Eight catches, 210. 210 yards. And we're still in the first half here with two minutes and 42 seconds to play. They hand the ball away again. He sings gets penetration and knocks him down back at the 40-yard line. Good job again by the Hastings College defense. Tyler Kennedy is one of the guys to bring him down. That was Matt Williams who was carrying the ball. I don't know why he was so upset. He all of a sudden got up and he was uh, jumping down the field there. He was clearly. I don't know what he was thinking. Kennedy made a great open field tackle in the backfield. Loss of three. Brings up uh, third down and about five. Ball sitting at the 40-yard line of Hastings. And now the fans are trying to get into things here. Their ball club down by just eight points, 29-21. to Broncos trying to upset the sixth-ranked team of the country here this afternoon. Here's a running play by Koima. He gets loose as he brings the ball to the 30. That's going to be enough for a first down. As Tyson Koima spreads the field and then just runs it for a first down at the 30 of Hastings. Tackle is made in here by Wesley Jardim coming up from his secondary spot to Make the stop there for Hastings. Broncos really need to hold Northwestern out of the end zone here. A minute and 36 seconds to play. In the second quarter, it's 29-21. Northwestern with a lead. Wide receivers left and right. Now a man comes in motion to the near side. Calagonis is going to get the call. Calagonis is going to be knocked down on the play. Abdul Mare again. He's all fired up here. Mare again from uh, Houston, Texas. Making the stop there for the Hastings College defense. Again, of only one on the play, second down and nine. Yeah, and a great acting job there by uh, Caligonis when Mari got up. Caligonis just uh, fell back the turf like he got to push down from Mari. Official says, no, I don't think so. Gain of one, second down and nine. There are wide receivers each side down for uh, Northwestern. Coyman wants to throw. He's got time. Rolls right. Holds it. Holds it. He's still got the ball. He gets to the sideline. He takes off, and he's going to be run out of bounds. So that's a, a good job by the Broncos secondary. Finally locking up on those uh, wide receivers. Cornelius Barber was the guy to run him out of bounds. Coyma, see where they spot the football here as he skips out of bounds down around the 27-yard line. So now... Northwestern looking at third down and seven yards to go at the Hastings College 27. Looks to the far sideline. We're down to 45 seconds to play here in the second period. Northwestern has got an eight-point lead here in this one. Wide receiver is split out to the left side. Coima swings the ball out here. It's going to be grabbed by Caligonis. Caligonis dances across the 25 down to the 23-yard line. I think he's going to be a couple of yards shy of a first down. So they swing it out to the short side of the field, and now Northwestern is going to burn a uh, timeout here. With 33 seconds to play, we've got a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 33 seconds to play second quarter. Northwestern 29, Hastings 21. 
Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, 29 to 21 is our score. Northwestern with a lead here over Hastings. But now it's fourth down, fourth down and three. And Northwestern is going to line up and go for it here. And now uh, Tony wants to call a timeout. Tony calls a uh, timeout to try to get things uh, set defensively. And the timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar right across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Morningside leading Concordia 28 to nothing in the first half. Doan has got the lead over Midland 12 to 6. At halftime, Dakota Wesley out on top of Jamestown 28 to 7. Dakota Wesley looking for their first conference win of the season. Fourth down, three yards to go. The ball is at the 23. Koima has got it. Koima throws the ball, and that one a jump ball, and it's going to be incomplete. Down around the two or three yard line, Koima throws the ball downfield down there. And the guy he was uh, looking for again was uh, Solberg. Anthony Murray was back in uh, coverage for uh, Hastings College. Yeah, Murray doing a great job. Just uh, got a hand in front of Solberg and knocked the football down. So the Broncos. Stop the drive. 29 seconds left to go. Broncos trail by just eight points, 21-29. We'll see if Tony just uh, elects to uh, be safe here and get in the locker room. We'll see what uh, Isaiah Jackson has got going here as he comes back out in first and 10. Jackson is just going to hand the ball away, and Northwestern is going to stop that. That's probably going to be the the final play of the quarter here. And Hastings not in any hurry to – Get back up to the line of scrimmage as they look at the clock. We're down to 13 seconds to go. Hastings just uh, shorten things up. I think uh, if you're Tony Harper and the coaching staff for Hastings, you're happy. You're happy as you go into the locker room. You're trailing by just eight points, and some strange things have happened here for Hastings in the first half. But your club is now within eight points of the sixth-ranked team in the country here this afternoon in Northwestern. So the score at halftime it is Northwestern 29, Hastings College 21. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHIS. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. 
It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion, you cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, 29-21 is the score. Hastings is trailing the uh, sixth-ranked team of the country here this afternoon. And like you said, Jimmy, right before uh, halftime, I think you're you're happy if you're a Hastings College uh, coach or player right here. Going to the locker room, you're down by eight, and you're right in this football game here this afternoon. Absolutely, they've uh, it's kind of been an up and uh, down whirlwind type of game here for Hastings in this. Uh, some personal fouls, some strange calls by the officiating crew, but uh, we've had uh, special teams problems again. But we've been able to weather the storm, and that's what you like to say. All you got to do is weather the storm, take it play by play. And, hey, the Broncos are in this thing. J- Isaiah Jackson's played a, a pretty good first half of football. He's had some errant passes, but he's thrown a couple that uh, his receivers have made some outstanding catches. And uh, Hastings is uh, definitely in this ball game here at halftime. Yeah, one point with 12 minutes to play in the first half. We were down 23-7 to in the ball game, but Hastings getting that spectacular catch down here from uh, Terrence McIntyre, and we get the uh, long touchdown from uh, Neesmith, so Hastings finishing things off there in the first half with a couple of touchdowns to get back into the ball game. We're sitting at uh, 29 to 21 with uh, having a, a punt block for a, a safety and also a, a mishandled uh, kickoff. And Hastings uh, is within eight points here. Uh, you definitely want to uh, just hold your breath every time Northwestern gets the football because they've had a guy go off in this first half. You'll hear his numbers here momentarily. Shane Solberg has had an outstanding first half, and you've got to know where he's at uh, every play in this second half. We look at uh, Northwestern's numbers, and your stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For Northwestern in the first half, Tyson Coima is 13 of 19 passing, 278 through the air, three touchdowns, and one interception. The Red Raiders have rushed it 19 times for 109 yards, so 387 of total offense in the first half. The Red Raiders with 11 first downs and five penalties. Individual leaders, uh, Coima rushing the football has... Seven carries and 34 yards. The uh, running back in uh, Jacob 
Caligonis has 12 carries and 79 yards. But the guy that's really been a thorn in the Broncos' side is Shane Solberg. Eight catches, 210 yards, and Solberg with two touchdowns in that first half. For the Hastings Broncos in the first half, Isaiah Jackson's number, 6 of 14, 116 yards. The rushing attack of 19 carries on 114 yards, so the Broncos with 230 of total offense in the first half. Individual leaders, Terrence McIntyre, three catches, 98 yards. McIntyre with that circus uh, acrobatics-type catch in the uh, corner of the end zone has one touchdown. Anthony Martinez has the other touchdown of five yards out. Rushing leaders is uh, Tyree Neshmith, five carries, 52 yards, and Taj Willingham, 14 carries and 63 yards. But again, Hastings has done what they've needed to do to hang around. They're not in unfamiliar territory by trailing in a football game they've done that pretty much all season long they've been able to crawl back into games so uh be an interesting second half been an entertaining first half between the uh between the two teams 633 yards of total offense between the two teams and i seen the uh what the northwestern coaching staff down there scratching their heads a bit yeah i was just uh, watching that you while you were getting this uh, the stats i had the glasses out of they had like a five or six they're just now getting into the locker room uh, they're, they had a little five- or six-minute meeting down there at the five-yard line. Want to know what the heck is going on. They've got an eight-point lead over a team that has been up and down all season long. But we're up here today and, and feeling good about it. But we're still trailing in the ball game. One point is all you need, and we're down by eight here at the break. Well, we got to try to eliminate the problems on special teams. They blocked one punt, nearly got to another one, and then they had the short kickoff. If I was uh, Matt McCarty, I would sure try that again because obviously Hastings couldn't figure out how to, to field the punt. When it goes 10 yards, it's a live ball. That's midget football stuff. You've got to know that when it goes, you've got to get on top of the football. But again, Hastings wasn't able to do it, and uh, Northwestern was able to uh, get on top of the football and you've got to be sitting in the locker room right now trying to figure out how we're going to defend Shane Solberg for, for some reason he has uh, gotten loose yeah he's their leading receiver and yeah he's made some catches throughout the year but goodness gracious eight catches for 201 <laughs> yards in the first half with a couple of touchdowns I said that uh, half of that yardage when he was over 100 I says we have the potential making of the offensive player of the week in the g-pack in uh, Solberg and he's a uh, Official numbers now just handed to us. Eight catches, 201 yards, and two touchdowns in just the first half. And uh, Caligonis has 94 yards on the ground and 14 carries. So a couple of good outstanding offensive uh, performances. But Hastings is going to have to just kind of claw and hang in there in this ballgame. Hastings is uh, using their rushing attack to kind of shorten the ball game up here today. And as as long as we can move the football uh, rushing it here today, Hastings can take a lot of time off the clock here this in the in the second half and make this maybe just a couple of possession ball game and have a chance to, to win the thing in the fourth quarter. Well, we've seen that Isaiah Jackson's not afraid to uh, throw the football into some tight areas, and it may be on the arm of him. Again, our rushing number's not real well, although uh, we did get 112 yards aided by that 35-yard touchdown run by Tyree Nesmith. So again, coming in this game, we knew rushing the football was going to be tough against a team only giving up 135 on the ground. They tend to give up a little more through the air. So that's going to be uh, something that uh, I'm sure Clint Head and the offense will look at. But again, the errant passes 
by Isaiah Jackson. He's been very sporadic in that first half. He's had some uh, some balls that uh, open receivers not able to deliver the football on the money. All right, so it's a 29-21 ball game here at halftime. Northwestern, the sixth-ranked team in the country, with the lead here this afternoon. We'll get to the scoring in the ball game. Northwestern had a completed pass of 49 yards on their very first play today. And they uh, took the the first drive into the end zone for a touchdown. Five plays, 75 yards. They got a 14-yard run from their quarterback, Tyson Koima, to go out on top by a score of 7 to nothing. But then Hastings comes right back on their uh, next possession and goes six plays, 62 yards. Isaiah Jackson throws a touchdown pass of five yards to Anthony Martinez. Stongel adds the extra point. We were tied up at seven points apiece. Still in the first quarter, it was Northwestern completing a three-play 60-yard drive. They get a 55-yard pass from Koima to Shane Solberg, and it was 14-7. After one, Northwestern had the lead. Early in the second period, Hastings had a putt block that went through the end zone. For a safety, so Northwestern had a 16-7 lead at that point. They came right back after Hastings had to kick following the safety, and they got a touchdown from Koima to Cade uh, Mosier, a 10-yard pass to go out on top, 23-7 at that point here in the first half, and it looked like the uh, Red Raiders are going to run off and hide, but Hastings came right back on their next series and goes eight plays, 75 yards, Jackson, Isaiah Jackson, throwing a 34-yard touchdown pass to Terrence McIntyre, who made a sensational catch in the corner in the end zone. Hastings adds the point after the pull within 23-14. to Northwestern getting a touchdown on a 52-yard pass from Koima to Solberg. That made the score 29-14. to That Hastings scoring here. With uh, three minutes and 54 seconds to play in the second quarter on a 35-yard run by Tyree Neesmith. And Hastings is within eight points at halftime. The score is 29-21. to Northwestern has got the lead. A lot of action going on throughout the Great Plains Athletic Conference today in college football. Also some uh, national college football scores we'll get to. All that and more is coming up. You're listening to the Halftime Show today from Lloyd Wilson Field on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student athletes. I'm back here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. Hastings College is trailing Northwestern. The score is 29 to 21. See what else is uh, going on in the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference today. At halftime, it's now uh, Dakota Wesleyan with a lead over Jamestown. The score is 28-7. Dakota Wesleyan looking for their first win in the uh, conference here this year after six straight losses. They've got the lead over Jamestown at the break. The score, 28-7. Doan has got the lead over Midland at halftime. It's 12-6. And Morningside having no problems with Concordia. They lead by a score of 28 to nothing. 
Checking some other scores. The Nebraska football team today, they had that game against Bethune-Cookman at Memorial Stadium, and Scotty Boy and the Huskers probably took their foot off the accelerator a little bit in the uh, second half. They led 38-3 at halftime, and Nebraska wins it. They scored just one touchdown in the second half, I'm sure with some second, third, fourth, and fifth stringers seeing some uh, action here today as the Huskers beat Bethune-Cookman by the score of 45-9. to That's going to make some uh, folks happy. I know they... they Eventually set the, the line an hour before a kickoff at 47 points. Nebraska was a favorite today, and the Huskers, they uh, they beat Bethune-Cookman by the score of 45-9. to uh, Some other scores going on uh, throughout the nation today in major college football. Seven minutes, 24 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Clemson is absolutely murdering uh, Florida State today. It is 59-3. to so the second-ranked team of the nation, the Clemson Tigers, with the lead over Florida State, 59-3. to They've got, uh, like we said, seven minutes to play in that ball game. Northwestern and uh, Wisconsin, they played today. And Northwestern upsets Wisconsin 31-17. to So Northwestern upsets uh, Wisconsin today, 31-17. to Action in the uh, Big Ten. There's a final score in. It was Vanderbilt beating Arkansas. 45 to 31 in the fourth quarter, Texas Tech and Iowa State. They are tied up at 31 points apiece. Another final score in Wake Forest today beat Louisville by the score of 56 to 35. Here's a final score. UMass beat UConn 22 to 17. Army, they picked up a win today. Army beating uh, Eastern Michigan by the score of um, 37 to 22. Michigan State has beaten Purdue today, 23 to 13. That game has just gone final. The Akron Zips winners over Central Michigan today, 17 to 10. It was Virginia beating North Carolina. This one is now final, 31-21. The Cavaliers of Virginia winning in that ball game. Halftime scores: Charlotte is out on top of Southern Miss. 14 to nothing. Halftime score. Coastal Carolina 20. Georgia State 13. First quarter score. Kansas is leading the Horned Frogs of TCU. The score is 7 to nothing. Oregon State and Colorado just getting started. No score with about to six minutes to play in that ball game. Just getting started as well. Here at the 2.30 time slot, you've got Kansas State playing at Oklahoma. You've got Iowa playing at Penn State today. Those ball games just now getting started, as is South Florida and Houston, Arizona State and USC getting ready to kick off, as is Illinois and Maryland. A couple other scores that are just, uh, well, they're just getting started. Duke and Pittsburgh are still scoreless in the first. Middle Tennessee and Old Dominion scoreless in the first quarter. Northern Illinois and BYU scoreless in the first. Cincinnati has jumped out on top of SMU in the first quarter. The score is 7 to nothing. So again, Hastings is trailing here 29-21 to the uh, Red Raiders of Northwestern. And Nebraska today winning in Lincoln by the score of 45-9. So the Huskers have now won back-to-back games, and they've got uh, another one coming up next Saturday 
home. We play the Ohio State Buckeyes next Saturday in uh, Columbus, Ohio. By the way, the Hastings College men's basketball team, they opened up the season yesterday as they lost to Friends University to start off the year. The final score was 86-72. to Hastings playing in the York Classic this weekend. Hastings losing to Friends, 86-72. to Bart Hiscock led the way for the Hastings College men's basketball team. He had 19 points. Kevin Miller had 18. Hastings will play York College at 5 o'clock this afternoon. The Hastings College women's basketball team, they will get their season started on Tuesday night. They will play down in Salina, Kansas against the Kansas Wesleyan. The Hastings College volleyball team, they're in action today. They'll play uh, later on this afternoon in Sioux City against Morningside. And the Hastings College soccer teams, they'll be in action tonight here on this field as uh, the Northwestern soccer teams also making their way over from uh, Orange City, and they'll play uh, soccer tonight, 5.30 and 8 o'clock here at Lloyd Wilson Field. So again, our score at halftime, 29-21. to 21. Hastings College is trailing the sixth-ranked team in the country here this afternoon, the Red Raiders from Northwestern. That's the halftime show. Stick around. They've got the second half coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, and Gene Shaw back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. 29 to 21 is our score. Northwestern has got the lead here in this one. Bronco football coverage today. Brought to you in part by the Five Points Bank of Hastings. Also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings. Hastings Tribune, Hastings Convenient Care, and by the Hastings College Foundation. 
Bronco football from 1230 KHS and also online at HastingsLink.com. So Hastings, they trailed in this football game by the score of 23-7 with about uh, 12 minutes to play in the first half, and the Broncos have battled back, and now they've gone to Northwestern within their uh, radar screen, so to speak. Here it's 29-21 as we get ready for the second half, Jimmy, and I think uh, you come out here, all the momentum on this side, and now you got to seize that momentum and uh, keep it over here. I think Hastings will get the ball first. They they won the toss and deferred, so Hastings will get the football to begin the second half. Yeah, Hastings will get it. They will be moving left to right as Tony Harper uh, visits with the officiating crew down the sidelines. Going to be Anthony Murray, also Taj Willingham, the normal two back there for Hastings as Braxton Williams gets ready to kick this off. We'll see what adjustments are made by Matt McCarty and his staff of doctors to the left of us. They don't appear to be too worried over here. Remember that Northwestern is the team that had a two-touchdown lead over Morningside last week. This, this is no... Uh, this is no easy task here today, but Hastings has played a, a decent ball game. Now let's see if they can finish her off here this afternoon in the second half. Murray is going to bring the ball out 10-15. He hurdles his man, brings her out to the 20-yard line, and he's running out of bounds to the 21 or 22. Now let's see if we can get Isaiah Jackson in tracked here a little bit. He misfired on some uh, passes there in the first half. In fact, he missed badly several times in that uh, first half. Jackson get him on track here a little bit. He threw a couple of uh, touchdown passes, though, but well, his receivers made spectacular catches to come down when, with him. Yeah, when he was good, he was good. When he was bad, he was way off. So we'll see what uh, what happens. But well, I'll tell you what, the big shining star is that Terrence McIntyre. Boy, he you get the football anywhere around that cat, he's going to come down with it. All right, so Jackson has got the ball. He's going to hand her away. Taj racing to the corner, and Taj is going to be brought down into play. Willingham uh, brings it across the 20. Now, up. what did this guy see? The play was over in front of us. This come from the far sidelines. Yeah, the guy clear on the other side of the field. Taj was running out of bounds in the Hastings bench, and the guy comes clear across the field and, and throws a penalty flag. First of a foul. Hastings, number 50. Half the distance to the goal. Second down. That's Eula Tasaga. Tony's going to say, what did you see? What did you see from the opposite side of the field? Anyway, Eula Tasaga is going to be hit with a personal foul. So the stupid fouls continue here for Hastings. And that's going to bring the ball back to the 10-yard line. That is the fifth penalty matching Northwestern's total. So two, 10 penalties between the two squads. But now Hastings playing behind the chains. It's uh, second down. That was after the play, too. It's second down and 20. Now there's a ball thrown to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete to the far sidelines. So and now Hastings looking at third down and 20. So that was a big penalty. Not only did you have a penalty, it occurred after the play. So that play stood. Then they marched off 10 yards. And now look at you. You're looking yeah. at third down and 20 yards to go from your own 10-yard line. Untimely penalties. Just uh, stupid mistakes. And that was a pass out to the outside to Martinez. But uh, Sailor there for Northwestern to knock the football down. Third and long here, Hastings. All right, so Jackson is uh, backed up here in his own end. Isaiah sets up a little screen, and that's going to be read beautifully. And uh, Taj Willingham is going to be hit, and down he goes 
inside the five-yard line. Wow. Not the way we wanted to start off. When you're trying to seize momentum here, Jimmy, <laughs> that's not the way to do it. Go three plays and out and have a penalty thrown in there, and you're backed up now. Backed up on your own end. You've already had one block today. Now look at Stoggs. Ball's actually going to be set down yeah. at the one-yard line, and Stoggs is right up against the uh, back of the end zone here, and Northwestern is going to go after him. Look at the dogs on the line of scrimmage. They are frothing as Solberg is be the only guy back deep. Look at the field position. He's standing at 35 as Stoggs even gets it off, and he does. But it's going to not be a very good kick. It's going to bounce at the uh, 35, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 36 or 37 as the official wow. comes up to uh, market. So, yeah, Northwestern has got the ball in Hastings College territory in great field position here. So remember this uh, first drive. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to close down momentum? Force a three and out. Get the short field. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if they look downfield on the home run ball to Sol, uh, to, to uh, Solberg. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you? He, he's caught everything. Yeah. He's had like, glue on his hands. He's caught everything so far today. They had a pass completion to start off the ball game of 50 yards or so. They're going to fake the ball to Kalaganos. And now the uh, quarterback, Koima, is going to run it to the far sideline. He's going to be hit out of bounds after about a nine-yard gain. Anthony Murray was a guy to uh, knock him out of bounds. Good hit there by Murray. But a pickup of nine yards in a play. They faked the ball to Caligonis. Everybody went with uh, Jacob inside. And Koima just takes the ball around the right end and picks up nine yards in a play. And now Northwestern has got a second down and one. The ball is sitting at the Hastings College 27-yard line. Koima can pick up a lot of real estate in a hurry. He has got tremendous speed as he just simply took that off right side. Big gainer, second down and one here for the Red Raiders. All right, they uh, bring Solberg over to the uh, left side of the formation. They hand the ball away to Caligonis, and he's going to have the first down as he dances his way down to the 25-yard line. Round down there by the Broncos, but... Not before Caligonis picks up the first down. Murray again into the stop for the Hastings College defense. They've got the ball down here at the Hastings College 25, just underway here in the second half, 12 minutes and 50 seconds to play. In the third quarter, it's 29-21. Northwestern is leading by eight points, and the Red Raiders trying to cash in here to begin this third quarter. Three wide receivers split to the right sides. They're going to wind up and throw the ball into the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. Threw it too far. Incomplete pass thrown there by Koima. And now it's second down and 10 yards to go. Northwestern working from our right to our left. South to north. Here in this uh, third quarter of play. 13 of 19 was uh, Koima's numbers in the first half. That is his 20th pass attempt here in the football game. 277 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Pretty Pretty good half of football. Yeah, pretty effective numbers there. Pretty good. For the uh, sophomore quarterback for the Red Raiders. Wide receivers again, left and right here on second down and 10 yards to go. They hand the ball away. That's going to be Williams with the ball. Puts on the brakes and now breaks it outside to the 20, and he's ridden out of bounds. Not around the uh, 17-yard line. Matt Williams carrying the ball. He's the sophomore out of Fredericton, Missouri. Run out of bounds over here by Wesley Jardim for the Hastings College defense. But Northwestern is marching toward the Bronco goal. They are in the red zone, sitting at the 17-yard line. Hastings needs to stop here. Third down and about 
three yards to go. Northwestern with the ball at the Hastings College 17. Wide receiver is Nelson, who took a shot in the first half. He was uh, injured, but he's back into the ball game now. A wide receiver is split out to the right side of the formation. They flipped the ball away to Solberg, who was coming in motion. Solberg at the 15-yard line. Penalty flags are down. The ball came loose down there at the 15-yard line. Hastings jumps on top of it, but again, penalty flags are down. We'll see if the fumble occurred after the the play was blown, uh, blown dead. I didn't see him indicate a direction of who come up with the football. If that is a fumble, that is Solberg's second of the uh, football game. Barber was the guy who came up with the ball there for Hastings, but again, the officials. Blocking below the waist. 20. All right, blocking below the waist. That's going to go on the. Now they get the ball to Hastings. They they kept us in suspense there. They they, they called a penalty on the Calogonas for blocking below the waist. They didn't say that penalty is declined. And they give the ball to Hastings on the uh, turnover. That is the second fumble by Solberg today. Remember, he had the other one down here at about the five-yard line, so Hastings dodges yet another bullet out of the six-shooter here of Northwestern, and they'll take over at about the 15-yard line. Yeah, the Hastings College defense, they've been put into some bad positions here today, and right there, Hastings avoids almost a catastrophe. Right there is that Hastings had a... uh, a bad first series offensively. Now breaking loose. Look out over there. Penalty flags are down 20, 25, 30, out to the 35. But he's going to be uh, bringing it back here. Is that Neesmith or was that Taj? No, that was Taj making uh, a lot out of nothing. He tried to take it off the right side. Nothing doing there. And then he got Isaiah Jackson out in front of him blocking. But one of the linemen, I'm guessing a block in the back or a chop block. And this one will come back. He had a oh, he, that the, football all the way out past the 30-yard line. Yeah, they were coming right, and he put on the brakes and uh, took it back across the field, and you normally see a penalty when they do that. Penalty of some sort on a uh, block. Well, hold on here. Now they're going to they're gonna watch this off against the There's Northwestern. No play. Oh, it just fell out of your pocket. Yeah, no foul on the play. All right, so they 16 give them, on the game. Yeah, they give them the 16-yard gain there out to the 31-yard line. We'll take that. So first down and 10. He sings with the ball on the uh, 31-yard line. That's their own 31. 11 minutes and 26 seconds to play here in the third quarter. 29-21 is the score. He sings keeps the ball on the ground. Straight ahead. Taj brings it up to the uh, 39-yard line. Hey, if you can average three or four yards per carry, let's just uh, keep feeding her in there. Bryce Van Beek is the guy to uh, bring him down to the defensive secondary for the Northwestern Red Raiders. Second down here for Hastings. Second down at about three yards to go. Broncos have moved the ball up to the 39-yard line, 29-21. Northwestern has an eight-point lead over Hastings. Jackson play action passes pass across the middle. is caught, and then he uh, dropped. dropped. Caught and dropped here at the 35-yard line. Xavier McGuire running right down the middle of the field. That was a beautifully thrown ball from Isaiah Jackson. And I know uh, McGuire was here in footsteps, but he should have been able to pull that one in. That would have been a big gainer inside the 30-yard line. Van Beek was the guy back there in coverage, the guy to jar the ball loose. 
for the uh, Northwestern defense, and now Hastings looking at a big third down conversion here, a conversion attempt. Third down and three yards to go from their own 39-yard line. Jackson with three wide receivers out right. They're going to hand the ball away. And uh, getting close to the first down stakes. He'll have enough. That's a Neesmith carrying the ball there for Hastings. Tackle is made by Justin Faber, the linebacker. The officials look to the far side. They're going to say, yeah, that's a first down. So Hastings converts on a third down there. A running play to uh, Neesmith. Hastings will move to six. Much better here today on third down conversions and uh, rushing the football very well. 63 for Neesmith and uh, 79 for Taj. Here's another running play, busting through their 50-45. Look out, that's going to be Taj at the 35-yard line, 30 at the 25 to the 20 to the 17-yard line. They're out of flags. Four penalty flags are down. One at, uh, in between the 40 and 45. That'll probably be a hold on Hastings. And then three of them out over here. They're going to have to throw caps. Look at, look at them. Gather up the laundry here. Throw them in a laundry bag. Yeah, they need a basket there at the 37-yard <laughs> line. Well, and Taj with a great run as he gets her all the way down inside the 20-yard line. But again, this appears to be coming back. We'll get the we'll get the uh, ruling right uh, here in a minute. There are two fouls on the play, both on the offense. Block in the back, number four. That penalty is declined. Holding number 74. That penalty will be in force. Ten yards, previous spot, first up. All right, so uh, John Satterley is going to be hit with a hold. Jordan Johnson was uh, hit with a penalty as well. This was uh, wiped off. They're going to take the uh, hold on John Satterley. So instead of having the ball down here, uh, down around the, well, in the red zone, for that fact, he seems all the way back up field here. You know, put this baby down at the 33-yard line. That's the Hastings 33. Guess if you're going to have a block in the back, do it good. Johnson just absolutely unloaded on the uh, defensive back right in the uh, shoulder blades. All right, so a penalty on Hastings. Here's a uh, handoff now, Taj. And Taj is going to be drugged down right at the line of scrimmage. After he runs it for uh, 20 yards plus, we give the ball off to him again. And this time it's going to be stacked up here. Second down and long for Hastings. We're down to nine minutes and 51 seconds to play. In the third quarter, Hastings College is trailing Northwestern by the score of 29-21. to Wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation now. In fact, a trio of wide receivers split to that side now. Isaiah Jackson waiting on the snap. He's got it. Backs up, surveys, steps up, throws the ball, and it's going to be incomplete. Jordan Johnson again, unable to come up with it there. Back in coverage was Logan Richard, the quarterback here on this left side. I don't think Johnson had a reception in the first half. He no, did he not. didn't have one in last week's game yeah, either. He's won, what, four, six quarters now yeah. without without a grab. Now and there was a low bullet thrown to uh, Johnson in front of the bench here and just ricocheted off his left shoulder pad. So now we got a third down and uh, forever. Got to get the ball into Northwestern territory. Yeah, third, and they call it 20 yards to go. Here's Jackson. Sends up a little screen, but I don't know who... where that was going. Yeah, it was, I think, intended for McIntyre, but that one, they, they weren't on the same page there, and Hastings off the punt. Had a lot of crimson jerseys in the area. They were all linemen. I don't know where the... Uh... Had a lot of white shirts in there, too. Yeah, I, was, I, know. I, I was more yeah. concerned about the white shirts. Kind of a mess. So now uh, here comes an, yet another adventure here. A 
punting situation for Hastings. Solberg for Northwestern back at the 35-yard line. All right, here's uh, the pressure, and they don't get that. That's a pretty good kick there. And the Solberg fumbles it and then picks it up. Hastings is right on top of it back here at the uh, 36-yard line. So that's where uh, Northwestern will uh, start this drive. Nine minutes and 12 seconds to play in the third quarter. Hastings is trailing the sixth-ranked team of the country, the Northwestern Red Raiders. They've got a lot to play for here, Jimmy, after losing to Morningside last week. They're still fighting for a spot. In the NAIA playoffs, a loss here to Ooh. Hastings would be devastating. That would be because uh, they normally won't take a, a uh, three-loss team. Northwestern would just have two losses, but yet that would be, uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good for them. There's a handoff to Caligonis now as he gets outside. And he's going to be chopped down by Hastings. Chopped down by the uh, Bronco defense trying to get it outside. Good play there by Cornelius Barber again for Hastings. Barber, the senior out of Pierland, Texas. That was a loss in the play of four yards. The Hastings College defense, they've given up a couple of plays today. I'll tell you what, this defense is playing good against one of the better offenses in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Second down and 14 yards to go. The ball is pushed back here to the 32-yard line. Clock is running with eight and a half minutes to play here in this one. We're in the third quarter. There's Koima, his pass across the middle is going to be incomplete, and a penalty flag is down. Yeah, Wesley Jardim had his hands all over the back of Solberg. Yeah, we've had no answer covering that guy. Solberg was the intended receiver, but again, uh, Wesley Jardim. Out. It uh, It was probably a foul, but... I've seen more contact than that. I've seen worse. And that's what Tony is saying. Yeah, I can see where they would call the flag there. But we've certainly seen more contact in this football game other than that. It is first and 10. Northwestern now has the ball up here at the 40-yard line. 8.27 to play in this third quarter. 29-21 is the score. There's a handoff to uh, Caligonis again. Caligonis around the left end, across the 45 to the 46-yard line, a pickup of six yards on the play. I'm just uh, wondering if the, the band decided to go home or what. I haven't heard the band for a while. Oh, they're down here enjoying some Godfather's pizza. Well, they're enjoying the afternoon. Boy, yeah, you, you couldn't yeah. ask for anything better. No, beautiful day. Almost got to put some lotion on so you don't get burnt. It's like a Morgan here. It is, but... You've got the sixth-ranked team in the country uh, on the hook here this afternoon, and you should be cheering them on. Yeah, excited. There's uh, four people split out wide to the right side. They've used this formation a couple of times. Koima comes the other way. The pass is caught again by Solberg. He breaks loose, 35-30. He's adding to his total again, 25-20-15, and brought down the 13-yard line. How does he get loose? How does he get loose? Shane Solberg again, who's got over 200 yards receiving here in this ball game. Anthony Murray finally brings him down. But now Northwestern is knocking on touchdown door. They've got the ball in the red zone at the Hastings College 14. 18th first down for Northwestern. 320 unofficially off the arm of uh, Coima. And for the all-star on... Solberg, that'll give him nine catches 
240. We'll get his numbers here after this play. Here's a fake handoff, and now Coimo brings it outside. Penalty flags are down. Murray comes up to knock him down, but again, we got a penalty flag on the edge there as Coima got to the far sideline. We'll check that's, two, that's 243. Wow. We've still got a long way to go. Here comes the uh, indication. we got the flags down. Illegal formation. Offense. Good penalty. We fly. All right, so an illegal formation there for Northwestern. Penalty is declined because Hastings will take the result of the play. And that was a run that was held to no gain by Coimas. He took the ball on the short side of the field. So now Northwestern has got the ball down here at the Hastings College 14-yard line. Six minutes and 40 seconds to play in the third quarter. Coima with hands under center here. He's going to bring the ball back. That's going to be Kyle Gomez, and he's going to be hitting down. He goes a loss in the play of two yards. That's Ross Ostendorf getting through there for Hastings. Ostendorf, the uh, senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. That's a loss of a couple of yards in the play, and now Northwestern is looking at third down and 12 yards to go. So you want the Red Raiders know they're in a football game here this afternoon. It's 29-21 to 21 in this third quarter. Now we're asking the Hastings College defense to rise to the occasion one more time here. Third down, 12 yards to go. Northwestern with the ball at the Hastings College 16-yard line. Coima under pressure. Coima directs traffic, throws the ball, caught in the end zone, juggles the ball, and he is out of bounds, incomplete pass. That was Caligonis on uh, the pass route out there. Boy, he was all alone there in the end of the end zone, but obviously juggled the football coming down with it. Chris Rodriguez was in the area for Hastings. Caligonis could not uh, hold on to it there. And now we're we going to have a field goal attempt coming out here. Braxton Williams, a field goal attempt. He is 5 out of 10 on field goals this year. His longest has been 44 yards. This is going to be right in the center of the field. He's certainly got a leg for this. We saw him earlier. 34-yard field goal attempt. Ball is down. The kick is up. And the kick has, for the uprights, it is good. So the 34-yard field goal is good for Northwestern. Five minutes and 47 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, we'll take a break now with a score of Northwestern 32, Hastings 21. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 1. Just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Seven plays, 64 yards. Northwestern gets a field goal, 34 yards from Braxton Williams. And now the Red Raiders, they have an 11-point lead at 32-21. to Hastings will get the ball back now. And we can get jiggy with it. Let's get jiggy with it. Let's get a return here. Well, we should because uh, defensively, we've only given up 42 through the air and 15 on the ground in this third quarter. Pretty good for defense. Yeah, I think our defense playing well here today. We get the offense uh, untracked a little bit as the kickoff is going to go through 
the end zone on a uh, touchback. And now Hastings will come back out on the uh, touchback at the ball at the 20-yard line. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS and also online at HastingsLink.com. We've got another home game next week. The Jamestown Jimmies will be in town to take on Hastings. One o'clock start next week. 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show here on 1230 KHS. Fortunately, that's a uh, home game. Really not in the mood to, <laughs> to drive to Jamestown this year. First down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball in a 25 after the uh, touchback. Here's a, a handoff sweep, and they're going to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's all she wrote there. Yeah, we were talking on the way coming back from a cook. What a, what a wonderful time it could be next year. Yeah, we'll be going to a Jamestown next year. I'll be up there for a basketball. Oh, and it's I hear that it is just, it's beautiful. In January. In January in North Dakota. You know, hardly wait for my first trip up there. Second down, nine yards to go. He sings with the ball on your own 26-yard line. Isaiah Jackson is your quarterback for He Sings. He's got the ball. He hands it away to Taj. Taj again slides through there. Look out, 35, and he's going to be brought down at the 39-yard line. Big, big hole right there, but it's closed down in a hurry. Marcus Van Kekerricks is the guy to bring him down, the five foot 10 222-pound senior from Rock Valley, Iowa, to bring down Taj Willingham. That might have been a touchdown-saving tackle right there. Taj slid through there and had a lot of green Ooh. turf in front of him. Ooh, he was close. Taj now nearing 100 yards, 92 yards on 17 carries after a 12-yard blast up to the 38-yard line. Wide receivers left and right again. Isaiah Jackson hands the ball away. Taj has got the ball across the 45 out to the 47-yard line. Justin Faber is the guy to bring him down. Northwestern has been very good all season long in rush defense. Rush defense, they're allowing only 135 yards per ball game, 301 uh, total yards. Hastings has been able to dash this defense a little bit in this uh, ball game here today. 161 total yards for the Bronco rushing attack. Second down in a yard. Hastings with the ball at the 48. You can add a, maybe a half a yard there as a knee Smith gets the ball for a couple. You got to give him forward progress to the 49. That's going to be a first down. 22 to 21 is the score. Last tackle again by Marcus Van Kekericks for the Red Raiders. First down and 10. He sings with the ball on their own 49-yard line right in the center of that big red H out there here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Wide receivers left and right. Jackson, play-action pass, throws it far side. It's going to be incomplete. Contended receiver was Calvin Lincook. Again, off of, off of the mark there was our quarterback, Isaiah Jackson. Yeah, Lincook had uh, space between him and his defender. And again, that ball, not a real tight spiral coming out of the hands of Isaiah. And uh, Lincook not able to haul it in. What's his numbers today? Isaiah? Nothing. No, Isaiah Jackson. Oh, Isaiah. Oh, Isaiah Jackson. He is uh, six, seven of nineteen passing, hundred yards. All right, second down and ten. Here, here's a running play again to Taj, sweeping left side. He brings it across the fifty. We got a penalty flag down as Taj goes down at the uh, forty-seven yard line. We'll check out the penalty flag. Probably against Hastings going to the edge here. Personal ball below the waist. The offense, number 18. There's a personal foul on Hastings for a block below the waist. That's going to go on uh, Hagen Tucker. 
the tight end who is in there. So that's going to cost Hastings some more yardage in penalties. Is that the, I think that's their sixth one of the day for Hastings. How about eight? Eight penalties on the day for Hastings. Broncos are uh, number three in the conference in penalty yardage. They're averaging a 58.8 yards per ball game. So it's second down and long. Jackson throws the ball. That one is incomplete. Hastings wanting uh, a personal foul, not a personal foul, but an uh, interference called there. They don't get it. It's an incomplete pass, and now Hastings looking at third down and 24. Trying to get the ball to uh, James Shannon across the middle there. Got a hand on the football. Not able to haul it in. Tony wanted a flag. He ain't going to get it. All right, so Hastings now looking at third down and 24 yards to go. 32-21 is the score. Northwestern has got the lead here in this football game. Here's Isaiah Jackson. He's going to back up. He surveys, and now he's got to run. He's got some room. 40, 45, 50, 45. Jackson hit. Penalty flags down. Jackson goes down to 41. So now we got a penalty flag down. Jackson makes a run. I think that's good enough for a first down on the third and 24 if the play stands. Going to be just short where they got the ball setting. All right, we'll see what the officials spotted out there. Another holding call on Hastings. That one goes on McIntyre, the wide receiver, blocking downfield. Nine penalties. All right, that's going to get in the area where Tony's going to blow a cork. He wants an explanation. The line judge just continues to walk away from him. Now he's getting cornered. So now Hastings is looking at a third down. It's not going to be third and 24. It's going to be third and about uh, 15. Ball is going to be spotted at the 44-yard line. That's the Hastings 44. Broncos trying to get back into the ball game. They're trailing 32-21 to with three minutes to play here in the third quarter. Jackson has got the ball. Here comes pressure. Jackson throws it down the right sideline. Johnson, an acrobatic catch. Did he hang on? Yes, he did. Now the official, the other official comes in here. They confer and they give the catch to Johnson. So the first catch in uh, six quarters. For our leading receiver, Jordan Johnson, who makes an acrobatic catch in the ball. He's a little bit shaken up. He's going to be all right. He comes to the, the sideline now, but a nice catch by Jordan Johnson, and it couldn't happen at a better time Yeah, on third down and 14 yards to go. Got 21 out of it, the 16th first down, and the Broncos into Red Raider territory. At the 34-yard line, here's a handoff again, busting through there, Willingham across the 30, down to the 18-yard line. Dodge Willingham carrying the mail there. Jed Van Hoff, a guy from uh, Alford, Iowa, making the stop for the Red Raiders. Acing's down by 11 points, but a touchdown here would be oh so sweet going into the fourth and final quarter. Acing's with the ball down here at the 29-yard line of Northwestern. Wide receivers left and right for Isaiah Jackson. Jackson handoff. Taj Willingham looks inside. Bounces outside, and he's hitting. Down he goes back here at the 31. T.J. Jones making the stop there for uh, Northwestern. Jones, 304 pounds of freshman from Manson, Iowa. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. By Jones. By Jones. 
Third down and uh, six yards to go. Hastings now with the ball at the 30-yard line. Here's Jackson, swings it out here. Neesmith grabs the ball. Neesmith reaches out there. But what effort. Yeah, tries to get it to the first down stakes. He's going to be stopped short at the 25-yard line. He's going to be a couple of yards shy. Ben Ganstra is the guy to uh, bring him down. Hastings quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Now it's fourth down and two yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 26-yard line. Willingham gets the call. Willingham's going to be stopped. He went in there stutter-stepping, and there just wasn't enough room. You've got to give it all you can. And Taj just went into that. There wasn't a a seam or a hole there, and he just stutter-stepped too many times, and they stopped him right in the hole, fourth down and out. Carter Van Gorp is the guy who is credited with the tackle there for the Red Raiders. So Hastings won the quick count on fourth down and two. Tried to uh, catch the Northwestern Red Raiders off guard there. But they stopped Taj Willingham on a crucial fourth down and two under a minute to play here in the third quarter. Boy, that is a hard one to swallow. Defense rising to the occasion again. The Hastings College defense has played well here in the second half. Northwestern now with the ball in their own 25-yard line. Here's Koima. He wants to throw. He does. He throws it. It's picked off. It is picked off by Hastings at the 48-yard line. Hastings gets their third turnover of the ball game. He's trying to get the football to Solberg, but, boy, I tell you what, Isaiah Jackson's had some errant passes, but Koima, that one there, that was awful. That was way over his intended receiver in Solberg. He had to go back and make the... The uh, tackle on Wesley Jardim, who comes up with the pick. That's his first interception of the season. Hastings now plus two in the turnover ratio here this afternoon, and the Broncos get the football back. 46 seconds to play in the third quarter. Hastings has got the uh, number six-ranked team in the country in a football game here this afternoon. 32-21 is the score. There's a handoff busting through there. There's going to be Willingham. He takes the ball down to the 44-yard line. They're going to mark it right at the 45 as they unstack things. A pickup of about three yards in the play for Taj Willingham, and Hastings is going to let the clock expire, I do believe, here in this uh, third quarter. And that's going to be, oh, we got an injured player over there. We've got an injured player for a Northwestern down at the 48-yard line. Bronco football for you here this afternoon on 1230 KHIS. Also online at HastingsLink.com. Again, next week we've got Hastings and the Jamestown Jimmies. It'll be a 1 o'clock kick next week, 12 o'clock noon, for the uh, pregame show here on 1230 KHIS. The injured player out there for a... Uh, Northwestern was number 94, T.J. Jones. Another Jones. T.J. Jones is the guy who's uh, injured. He's going to walk off of the field under his own power. Hastings looking at second down and seven yards to go now. From the 45-yard line with 20 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Jackson has got it. Fakes it. There's a pass that's going to be caught. McIntyre with the ball. McIntyre will have the first down, and he's out of bounds at the 35. Run out of bounds by Noah Van Hoff. For a Northwestern, Hastings is on the move now. They've got the ball at the 34. 11 seconds to play. Now the clock is going to run here. 
And that will probably be the final play of the third quarter. Yep, Tony says, hold up. Let her run out. We'll go to fourth quarter. We'll switch ends. That's the end of the third quarter of play. Hastings and Northwestern in a great football game here this afternoon. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 32, Hastings 21. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. All right, here we go. The fourth and final quarter. Hastings trailing by the score of 32 to 21. There's a pass thrown out to the far side. It's going to be caught over there across the 35 to the 30 yard line, and he's uh, run out of bounds. That's going to be uh, McIntyre again receiving the ball there for Hastings. A pickup of three yards in the play, second down and seven. Stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more info. For Northwestern, through three quarters, 464 of total offense for Hastings, 311. I will get you some more numbers after this play. All right, second down, seven now from the 31-yard line. Jackson stands in the pocket, throws it downfield. Johnson is out there. He makes the catch and he falls out of bounds and it's going to be incomplete. Just too much air underneath the football as uh, Johnson was running down there stride for stride with the defender. Isaiah with a a strong arm just threw that with the uh, wind a little bit too far. For the uh, Northwestern Red Raiders, 320 through the air, 144. That gets them there on the ground. That gets them their 464. 18 first downs and for Hastings, 139 through the air, 172 on the ground, 311 total. Individual numbers real quick. Tosh, 22 carries, 108 yards, leads the way. McIntyre with four catches, 111, leads the receivers. There's a uh, handoff. Big hole across the 25, down to the 20-yard line. Tosh Willingham. Big time hit by Bryce Van Beek. So the big studs there, one on offense, one on defense. They collide. Yeah, watch this. Tosh Willingham. Running over. Yeah, Van Beek. Big stick there, but it's going to be a first down for Hastings. A big, big third down conversion. Hastings down in the fourth quarter. A minute into the final period, Hastings is down by 11. 32 to 21. Jackson has got the troops set up. Turns, hands the ball away. That's Taj again. Taj across the 20. Taj to the 15. Taj to the 13-yard line. I'll just keep riding the horse. Yeah. Justin I, Faber is the guy to bring him down. Tell you what, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Now the Bronco, or uh, Taj Willingham with 130 on the afternoon, 24 carries, and they have all been hard-earned yards 
for Taj. Remember, this is a team coming in defensively, only giving up 135 on the ground. They've given up close to 200 here to Hastings. There's a Neesmith. He starts off inside, down spins, brings it outside, and Neesmith is buried at the 15. Tom Brown at the line of scrimmage. Nate Bennett is the guy to officially get credited with the tackle there, the senior out of Valley Springs, South Dakota. Hastings now looking at a third down situation. Third down and three yards to go. I would certainly think this would be uh, obviously four down territory, but Hastings has got to pick up a first down. Under 13 minutes to play. Northwestern 32, Hastings 21. Hastings on the far side hash mark. Three wide receivers to the left. Jackson looks that way, fires the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. And now it's going to bring up a fourth down situation, trying to get the ball to Martinez. Van Beek will uh, break it up there for the Northwestern defense. Now fourth down, three yards to go for Hastings. They've got the ball at the 14-yard line of Northwestern. Hastings on fourth down conversions this year. Number three in the conference, 10 out of 18. On converting uh, fourth downs, this will be a big one. Fourth down and three from the 15, Jackson. Swings it out here. Neesmith with the ball. Neesmith at the 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown, Hastings with 12.35 to play in the game. 14-yard pass and catch to Tyree Nesmith. For Nesmith, that's his second touchdown of the afternoon. One on the ground, that one through the air. What a big fourth down call by Dr. Clint Head to get Neesmith out in the open. Jackson hit him out there in the flats. It was one-on-one between him and a defender. He gave him a little shimmy shake at about the nine, and Tyree takes it in the end zone. So now Hastings with 12.34 left to go in the fourth quarter. They draw closer. It's now Broncos 27, Red Raiders 32, and they'll go for two here with Isaiah Jackson. Back in the game, Taj will be just off the right hip. All right, so Hastings will go for the two-point conversion. Now Tony comes running out of the field, and he wants to call a timeout. So Tony didn't like the alignment there. He runs out and calls the timeout. We'll take a break. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens on your next timeout. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Back with more after this. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I had a big two-point conversion try right here. Hastings is down 32-27. to 27. With 12 minutes and 34 seconds to play, Dr. Head, what do you got dialed up here? Three wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. Taj is going to be in the backfield. Isaiah Jackson has got Johnson split out wide to the left. Jackson rolls right. Jackson is going to take it to the end zone for the two-point conversion. I'm sure that was a run-pass option out there, Jenny. As Jackson rolled to the right side, and he found just enough 
real estate to take it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Have three wide receivers lined up to the right side and everybody run down into the end zone and trying to run, not trying to set up a pick, but trying to get a receiver open. And I'm sure that was if nobody was there, you take the football and boy, he had a good shot at her and he puts his head down, takes it in for the two-point conversion. I-12-34 to play in this football game. We'll take a break with a score Northwestern 32, Hastings 29. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I 12 minutes and 34 seconds to play here in this football game. 32-29. Hastings down, down by three points, and the Broncos will kick off. It's going to get into the end zone. It's going to be returned out here across the 10, 15, 20, 25, and to the 27-yard line. That was Dylan Snyder's bringing the ball back. Well, here we go. Hastings has lost 12 of 16 games all time with the Northwestern Red Raiders. Hastings has had some good games, and one just kind of flashes in my mind when a couple of years ago when we were up in the Orange City, Hastings and Northwestern was in a ball game. It went right to the wire, and here we are again. Who would have ever thought here? 32-29, to 29, Hastings is uh, trailing the sixth-ranked team in the country a team that just lost to Morningside a week ago and had a two-touchdown lead over the number one-ranked team in the nation. There's a ball that's going to be swung out here. Calagonis will uh, grab it. He brings it across the 35, out to the 36 or 37-yard line. Good pickup on first down of about uh, eight yards, second down and two. The Bronco defense here in the second half has played extremely well, and now we're going to ask him at least one more time to come up with a stop here. In the fourth quarter. 332 yards now off the arm of uh, Tyson Coima as he continues a uh, having a great afternoon. The Bronco D, they've, they've been a little bit all day long, but, boy, when they've needed it, when the chips have been on the table, they've been able to uh, come up with some big stops. Second down, two yards to go. Northwestern with the ball in their own 37. Caligonis shakes loose from one guy, and then he's brought down at the 35. Loss of about a yard in the play. He's got good penetration as they shake one guy, but then Caligonis is uh, brought down in the play there. Tackle is made by Wesley Jardine for the Hastings College defense. So here we go, Jimmy, third down. Well, Hastings had a guy in there that met him right after he got the handoff from Coima. Could have brought him down for a couple more yard loss instead of just the one. But, yeah, third and third and one here. They'll have a couple of guys out to the right side and a couple out to the left side. It'll be uh, Caligonis in the backfield. Here's Coima throws the ball. It's going to be caught again. That's a Solberg. And he brings the ball up to the 42-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. So they go with their ace, who's had the, uh, the hot hand, Mr. Sticky Hands, uh, Shane Solberg, who has uh, caught everything that's been thrown to him today. He makes the reception there, so they convert on third down. It's now first and 10 out here at the 42-yard line for Northwestern. The Red Raiders working from our left to our right, north to south here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Handoff, Caligonis. 
has uh, got it. And now they bring the ball to the far sideline only for about a yard or so. Lane Dicely, nice tackle. Dicely, the uh, freshman out of Blue Hill, making a stop there. They moved uh, Dicely from the linebacker spot up on the uh, defensive line in the past couple of weeks. Second out, eight yards to go. Second and eight for Northwestern. They've got the ball on their own 44-yard line. After start looking at the clock here, 10 minutes and 20 seconds to go. Boyman taking a lot of time here. Now he swings the ball out here. Calagonas grabs it, 45, runs into his own man at the 50, brings it into Hastings College territory, 45, down to the 43-yard line. Tackle finally made in there by Ross Ostendorf for Hastings. That's going to be enough for another first down. Actually, ran into his old man there. Had a lot of traffic out here. Well, and Ostendorf was out there with that defender, and I think Ostendorf had a lot to do with that. Pushed him right in the road of of uh, Caligonis to try to get him to come down. But, man, he's a tough character to bring down. He picked up about three, four extra yards after contact. Hastings needing a stop on defense. Nine minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Hastings down by a field goal, 32 to 29 to the sixth-ranked team in the country here this afternoon. Play-action pass across the middle is going to be caught here at the 35-yard line. Still going to be a, a couple of yards shy of the first down stakes. Solberg again makes the reception. Anthony Murray back there in coverage for Hastings, but a pickup of eight yards and a play. How many catches does he have today? He's got 12 for 260 yards. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. He came in with uh, 46 receptions for 722 yards. I didn't think he's going to get close to 1,000 after today, but he is. You wouldn't think so. No. Second down and two yards to go. Northwestern with the ball now at the Hastings College 35-yard line. There's a handoff. Caligona starts off inside. Now breaks it outside across the 30-25, and he is drilled there by Anthony Burry as he has popped out of bounds at the 23-yard line, but a good gain there. Maya Caligonis. So another first down here for the Northwestern Red Raiders down here at the Hastings College 23. 8.50 to play here in the fourth quarter. Hastings trailing Northwestern by the score of 32-29, to needing a stop on defense. Caligonis with 94 yards now rushing. I'll get his numbers figured up here uh, receiving. Northwestern comes out to the uh, line of scrimmage. They'll send uh, two wide receivers out to the left side. Coima, long count here from the uh, line of scrimmage. They fake the ball. Coima now runs it across the 20. Coima takes the ball to 15. Coima takes the ball to the 14-yard line. Maurice McDonald is the guy that finally bring him down, one of the linebackers for Hastings College. Second down and two yards to go. Northwestern now in the Hastings College red zone. They've got the ball at the 15-yard line now with eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. 32-29, Northwestern with a three-point lead. Caligonis with five catches down, 73 yards. And again, like last night, McCook huddled up a lot. That's what we see out of Northwestern, yeah, the, the old traditional. Is, yeah, pace has really slowed down here. There's a, a handoff again. Caligonis, he's going to be hitting, and he squirts loose, and he's going to have enough for a first down. I think that's Williams in there now. Matt Williams spelling... Uh, Caligonis. He was stopped 
And then all of a sudden, he gets a, a second effort there, and he squirts loose and picks up a big, big first down down here at the Hastings College 13-yard line. Yeah, and Precious Second sticking away here at 7.30. We'll be under 7.25 when they take this snap here. They've got a first and goal from the 8-yard line. Down there on the 13. Actually, 13. Yeah, they had it wrong on the scoreboard. First down and 10 yards to go from the 13-yard line. Three wide receivers split to the right side of the formation now. As Koima just watching that play clock click down, throws the ball into the end zone, and it's nearly picked off as they were fighting for that one over there on the far sideline. Murray, Anthony Murray was uh, in the area there for Hastings, nearly had a pick. Cade Moser was the intended receiver, and oh, how close was that? Got an injured Bronco. I think that's Murray went down. He is. He's down in the end zone there for Hastings, but he's he's just got a cramp. He's not going to come out of the ball game. He doesn't want to come out of the ball game. Anthony Murray, he's uh, up on his feet here. Anthony Murray is uh, shaking up a little bit. Our uh, number one defender back there in the uh, secondary, he trots off of the field. He's running away from the trainer. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to talk to the trainer. He's the trainer is in hot pursuit. She didn't get to catch him. <laughs> Murray comes to the sideline, so he'll have to come out for a play. We got a penalty flag. Yeah, there was a penalty. They, it was marched off against uh, Northwestern. So they bring the ball back to the 23-yard line. We were so concerned with uh, Murray. They march off a penalty on Northwestern back to the 23-yard line, where it's now first down and long. Here's Koima. He wants to throw, winds up, throws the ball. It's going to be caught here inside the 15 down to the 10-yard line. That's Jared Nelson making the reception there. Nelson takes the ball to the 10-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Braylon Griffin, a freshman out of Lone Pine, Colorado, who is in there with uh, Murray on the sidelines. Now in second down and seven yards to go. Hastings needs a stop. They got to at least hold Northwestern to a field goal. We're down to six and a half minutes to play. Second down, seven yards to go. Northwestern with the ball at the Hastings 10-yard line. Caligonis now moves to the backfield as he's in motion. They fake the ball to him. Here's Koima again trying to get outside. Penalty flags are down. Koima is going to take the ball into the end zone. But again, we yeah, got, it's going to come back. Now we got penalty flags all over the place. It's going to be a penalty on Northwestern. Koima takes the ball into the end zone, but Hastings saw the flag. Offense, That's going to be a holding call. A holding call on Jacob. Fakama, he is the uh, tight end who is blocking over there on the edge to get Koima into the end zone. So it's going to be another penalty here. And now Hastings has got Northwestern backed up to the 18-yard line. It's still going to be second down. they got to take the ball down to the four. So it's second down and 14 yards to go with six minutes and 16 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Three wide receivers split to the right side. Koima has got the ball. Koima throws the ball into the end zone. The ball is going to be caught, but he's out of bounds. That is Nelson, who also got away with a little push there. Yeah, they had a big push. Just a little push. A big push or a little push. That's a little one? That's a little push or a big push. He made about four yards worth of room there is what he did. (laughs) Anyway, he was out of bounds. Third down now. Third down and 14 yards to go with six minutes to play. This has been a whale of a football game this afternoon. Hastings needs a stop. 
Third down. Ball is at the 18-yard line. They got to take it to the four. So it's third down and 14. Here's Koima. He's got the ball. Play action pass. Here comes the pressure. Koima gets away. Koima running with it. Koima at the 15 to the 10 to the five-yard line, and he is out of bounds right at the first down stage. going to be just short. He knew exactly where he had to go, and now where's the officials going to spot the football? Where's the officials going to spot the ball inside the five-yard line, I do believe? They're going to put the ball down between the four and the five, and it's going to bring up a fourth down. Fourth down, and now Hastings, I think, wants to call a timeout. we got well, an injured player. Austin Dorf's down about the 13. That might be a blessing as Hastings... Tries to decide what we want to do here uh, defensively. <laughs> Tony, Tony said, just sit down here for a minute. Sit down here and let us uh, think about this. What's Northwestern going to do, Jimmy? We're at fourth down and about it's less than a yard. Fourth down, less than a yard. You're up by three points. And you've got five minutes and 58 seconds to play. Well, they've not had a lot of success between the tackles here today. Where they've been successful is when they get Coima or Caligonis out on the outside. They tend to outrun the defense, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised they don't try to take a shot here in the end zone. Boy, why wouldn't you? Solberg's had an outstanding day, 250 yards, 60, 260 through the air I think for Solberg. Gonna, I think they're going to go for it. They're not going to go to a, for a field goal, which would give them a six-point lead. They're going to go for it here on fourth down, less than a yard. The ball is at the four-and-a-half-yard line with five-and-a-half minutes to play. Don't jump off sides. Coima looking to the far sideline. Seven seconds, six seconds in the play clock. We're down to four. Coima is going to try to draw the... Yeah, they're going to try to draw the Broncos off, and now they call a timeout. Well, that's great discipline because Hastings in the past few games has had a problem jumping off sides, and that's exactly what they tried to do. Coima tried to give them the hard count, and uh, Hastings doesn't budge. Now, are they going to go Are they gonna go for it here on fourth down, or are they going to try to bring in the field goal team? Well, a field goal just puts them up by six. Well, of course, Hastings to score a touchdown. Yeah. But we still got five minutes and 21 seconds to play, so we'll see what Matt McCarty elects to do here. Big, big spot here. We'll just keep it right here because the teams are huddled on their respective sidelines. Hastings is trailing the sixth-ranked team in the country. 32-29 to with five minutes and 21 seconds to play in the game. I think they're going to go. I I don't see Braxton Williams. Yeah, he's number 99. I don't see him in there. So Northwestern tried to draw the Broncos offsides. They call the timeout, and now Northwestern is going to go for it here. Fourth down, less than a yard to go. Ball is sitting at the four-and-a-half-yard line of Hastings. Poima fakes the ball, throws it in the end zone, touchdown. Throws it into the end zone for the touchdown. Jacob Fakama, the tight end, makes his first reception out of the ball game, and he was wide, wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Northwestern. That was Julius. Ago, Ago. Boy, he didn't even pick him up coming off the line of scrimmage. He was lined up as a tight end on the left side, and he just simply run right by him. That was an easy passing catch. 
for a four-yard touchdown. So now it's a 38-29 ball game. Here comes the PAT pending here as uh, Braxton Williams is into the ball game, and he knocks that one out of the stadium. It's through the pipes. It is good. Five minutes and 17 seconds to play here in this fourth quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Northwestern 39, Hastings 29. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Jacob Fakuma just uh, made his sixth reception of the season, Jimmy, in his second touchdown. Not a yeah. bad uh, reception to touchdown ratio there. No, pretty good there. Big old tall, lanky tight end, but he was lined up off his uh, right off, right beside the left tackle. And he just simply ran right down the field. They faked the handoff to Caligonis, and then he just hit the big old tight end. He ran right by the linebacker, Vago. No coverage there, and he made an easy catch. So now the Broncos trail with 5.17 left to go in the game. It's 39-29. Murray and uh, Willingham back deep. How about take one to the house Take here. one to the house? Take one to the house. Here comes Williams. He's going to get into the football. End over end kick. It's going to be Murray coming up at the 10 to grab it. Back to the 15, to the 20, to the 25. Breaks outside to the 30. Still on his feet, 34-yard line to the 35 and written out of bounds. So here we go. Hastings College is uh, down by 10 points now here in the fourth quarter. Coming up after the ball game, we'll name our player of the game. We'll have our coaches post-game show in our fifth quarter. All the scores from across the nation and across the Great Plains Athletic Conference here today. Nebraska has won. That was earlier this afternoon in uh, Memorial Stadium. 45 to 9, they beat Bethune Cookman today. Hastings College trailing here at 39 to 29. They go with a Todge busting through there across the 40, 45 to the 47 yard line. Tackle is made in there by Faber, the linebacker for Northwestern. I don't think we can uh, take the ball downfield with uh, Todd Willingham here. We're going to have to show a little bit more urgency with yeah. under five minutes to play. I mean, it's good for stats for Taj, but a uh, gain of 11. But we've got to show a little more urgency here. We uh, trail by 10. Yeah, a couple of scores here in this uh, fourth quarter. Wide receiver is split to each side now. For Isaiah Jackson, who's making his second career start for the Broncos here today. Same play, 45-40. Taj Willingham has got a blocker, 35-30, and he's run out of bounds. And a penalty flag is down. Oh, my. Here we go again, a penalty flag back up here at the midfield stripe. And the Hastings offense is uh, retreating. 26 on the run, but all for naught. The officials with a penalty flag down right at the 50-yard line. Hastings is in double digits in penalties. Holding. Offense. Number 75. 10-year penalty. Remains first down. I blame Morrow, the senior out of Grand Island. It's the second one on him here today. That's the 11th penalty for Hastings. So we're back up into double digits after, what did we have, five last week? 
Yeah, I believe we, so. Yeah, yeah we, we were pretty good last week. Pretty good. Now we're not very good. 11 penalties for Hastings in this ball game. First down and 17 yards to go. Now Hastings with the ball on their own 40-yard line. Jackson play action pass. Jackson winds up, throws it near side. It's going to be caught here. Johnson out of bounds at the 47-yard line of Northwestern. So Hastings now looking at uh, third down, it should be. There's a second down. Second down and about four yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 47-yard line of Northwestern. Hastings down by a couple of scores. Four minutes and 14 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Isaiah Jackson has got two running backs in the backfield. Jackson throws the ball near side again. That's going to be caught. Johnson out of bounds. Down here around the 33-yard line or 38-yard line. That's a first down for Hastings. So first down for Hastings, first and 10. Ball is at the 38-yard line. And now what do we have here? We got a timeout called by Northwestern. So the Red Raiders call a timeout here. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 4.02 to play in the game. It's Northwestern 39, Hastings 29. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. High first and 10. Hastings with the ball down here at the Northwestern 37-yard line. 39-29 to 29 is the score. Northwestern has got the lead. Isaiah Jackson looking, looking, throws the ball. It's going to be caught there by McIntyre. 20-yard line to the 15, spinning away down Fumble. to the 10. He fumbles the football. And let's see, Northwestern says they have the ball. The officials agree. Turnover, Hastings at the most inopportune time with 3.52 to play in the fourth quarter. A nail in the coffin right there. Yeah, and Jackson took a big shot after he threw the football. But again, uh, McIntyre, sticky fingers. Boy, you throw it anywhere close to him, he's going to come up with a football. But he needs to keep the sticky fingers on when he gets uh, into traffic. 25-yard gain, but the ball goes down at the 10, and Northwestern will uh, try to grind out the 352 left in this game. All right, so a big turnover on Hastings. The Broncos have been, uh, they've gotten a couple of turnovers themselves in this ball game, but there was a big one right there with three minutes and 52 seconds to play in this football game. They fumbled the football, and Northwestern will now work on the clock here. They're going to Run the football with a Caligonis. Hastings has got, let's see, we've got two timeouts left. Northwestern has got one timeout left, but now we're going to be under three and a half minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. So Hastings putting together a uh, heck of a fight here this afternoon with the sixth-ranked team in the country. But it does not look good here as we are down to three minutes and 20 seconds to play. Second down and eight yards to go for Northwestern. They have got the ball at the Hastings College 13-yard line. 
And now uh, Koima is spending a lot of time here. Koima is going to throw. That's going to be caught here at the uh, 20-yard line. going to be about a yard or so shy of a first down as they uh, throw the ball again. And guess what? At his uh, total <laughs> up again, Solberg grabs another one. 13 catches, 267 yards on the afternoon. Coimas thrown for 383. I don't know if I've ever seen a receiver with over 300 oh. yards. Oh, yeah, you have. Have I? Oh, yeah, you have. Sioux Falls years ago. <laughs> I think we had uh, Morningside receiver. We gave up uh, over 300 uh, some years back. That's a lot of yards. It's an awful lot of yards. Right, it's going to be a first and 10 here for uh, Northwestern. They get the ball at the 22-yard line. They're going to keep it around the ground here as a Caligonis is going to bring the ball to the 29-yard line. A pickup of about seven yards in the play. Now we're down to two minutes and 20 seconds to go. Hastings and Jamestown, the Jimmies, going to be in town next week. One o'clock for the uh, kickoff next week. It'll be a uh, twelve o'clock noon for the pregame show. The Jimmies were playing uh, Dakota Wesleyan this afternoon, and Dakota Wesleyan they just picked up a win over Jamestown, forty-one to twenty-one. So Dakota Wesleyan wins their first conference game of the season. We'll see them uh, in a couple of weeks. The ball comes loose. Hastings has got the ball here at the forty-three yard line. That was Caligonis with the football and how that thing got shot all the way into the secondary. It got shot all the way to Ross Ostendorf, and now we've got a lineman and Caligonis both getting up very slow. Yeah, Caligonis is down on his knees at the 25-yard line. All of a sudden, the ball comes squirting out of there. Like Jimmy said, into the secondary of Hastings, and Ostendorf falls on it. I don't know how that thing got out there, but Hastings has got the ball now with a minute and 43 seconds to play in the game. Unbelievable how that change of events. Wow, that's unbelievable. So now Hastings with 143, they got to make, they can't be uh, trying to run the football down uh, Northwestern's throat. They're going to have to try to air it out. From the 42-yard line, Jackson is going to try, well, he's going to throw it out here over the head of uh, Taj Willingham. Goes over the head of Taj. He had some running room out here. Incomplete pass, a minute and 38 seconds to play in the game. Hastings is down, 39-29. Going to need a quick score here. And then get the onside kick team ready to go. Get an onside kick and maybe uh, have a chance to tie this thing up and force an overtime. I've got the plan down. Now all we got to do is execute. Yeah, there you go. You'd be a heck of a coach. Second down and 10. Jackson wants to throw. He throws it in the center of the field. It's going to be incomplete. Passes uh, delivered high there. Intended receiver, there was uh, Anthony Martinez. Jackson took a shot again. His offensive line helped him up off the turf. Has Gino got any eligibility? Because if he goes down, the best thing may be Gino. Yeah, this is our third string quarterback. We've got to protect the guy. (laughs) All right, so now we're down to 93 seconds to go. Can't run out of the Wildcat every, every play. You'd go crazy. I would. Third down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the 42-yard line of Northwestern getting a break here as the Red Raiders, they uh, fumble the football. There's a ball that's going to be thrown here to uh, Martinez. Martinez gets out of bounds, but did he pick up the first yeah. down? Yeah. They're going to mark it here at the uh, 32, so they move the sticks. 
Martinez knew exactly where he had to go, and he got there. First and 10. A minute and 28 seconds to play now here in the fourth quarter. Hastings driving, needing a couple of scores. Need a quick touchdown here. Isaiah Jackson has got the ball. He grabs that one knee high. Now steps up in the pocket. Jackson has still got it. Fires the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Calvin Lincook was the intended receiver. Bryce Van Beek is the guy to break her up there for the Northwestern Red Raiders. And now it's second down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the Northwestern 31-yard line. Fourth quarter, 39-29 to 29 is the score. Hastings here on the near side hash mark. Wide receivers left and right. Taj Willingham in the backfield just to the left of Isaiah Jackson. Stays in the block. Jackson now throws it. It's going to be caught here on the sideline, but he's out of bounds. Jordan Johnson makes the reception, but he falls down out of bounds. Yeah, a great, job, great job by the defender there using the out-of-bounds line, and uh, Johnson had to leap high into the air. Just simply caught him, brought him out of bounds. That was Noah Van, Pel- or Van, uh, Van Hoff back there. Noah Van Hoff back in coverage for the Red Raiders, and now it's third down, third down and ten. Obviously a four-down territory here. Probably for Hastings in this situation. Third and ten for Hastings. Here's uh, Isaiah Jackson. He backs up. He throws it. It's going to be caught and then dropped down to the 20-yard line. That's Martinez again. So now you need two scores. Can Stoggs knock one home from here? Not from there. So Hastings looking around here on the uh, sidelines. It looks like we're going to go for it. We need two scores, but this would be a long-range field goal. 31 would be a 48-yard field goal attempt. It would be the longest one of the season for Stoggs. So they're going to bypass that. They need a touchdown and a field goal. They're trying to pick up a first down here on fourth down and 10 from the 31. Jackson throws the ball. Johnson is out there. Johnson makes a leaping catch, but he can't come up with it in the corner of the end zone. And Northwestern will have the ball with a minute and five seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Well, Johnson had a couple of steps on his defender down there in the end zone. But again, uh, quarterbacks, both uh, both of them have had trouble throwing from the uh, south to north with the breeze that's down on the field. And uh, just tough to adjust your the velocity that you throw the ball. And Johnson made a great effort at the football, but uh, surely disappointed he is as he walks back to the sidelines. And now... Northwestern will just uh, simply have to run out the last 105, and they will escape disaster in their uh, chance to get into the NAIA playoffs. All right, so Northwestern comes out to be in the uh, victory formation here, and it's going to uh, take a knee, and that's, uh, let's see, they're going to probably snap her one more time here this afternoon. So it's a 39-29 to ball game. Hastings College is a trailing here in the in the ball game. Northwestern will have to snap her one more time here as they line up, and Hastings is going to fall below the 500 mark here and drop to four wins and five losses on the season. Get ready for the uh, Jimmies next week, but a great effort here today by the Hastings College football team. They're going to uh, lose this ball game by 10 today to the sixth-ranked team in the country. At 39-29, to 29, and now uh, that's going to be all she wrote as the team's head to the center of the field, and that's going to be the final score here this afternoon. Final 
It's a Northwestern 39, Hastings College 29. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, Gene Shaw back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hard fought. Uh, Football game here this afternoon. Northwestern ends up winning over Hastings College today by a score of 39-29. to So the Broncos are going to drop to four wins and five losses on the season. They are now 2-5 and five in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They will play the Jimmies of Jamestown coming up next week. We'll get you the scoring in the ball game. We've got the final numbers for you. We've got the uh, players of the game coming up, the coaches' postgame show. And then the fifth quarter, all the scores from across the conference and across the nation today in major college football. Northwestern scored first today on a 14-yard run from Tyson Coima. The point after touchdown was good. 7 to nothing was the score with 12 minutes and 48 seconds to play in the first quarter. Hastings came right back on their first possession of the ball game. Six plays and 62 yards. They get a touchdown pass from Isaiah Jackson to Anthony Martinez to tie up the game at seven points apiece. That was a five-yard touchdown pass. Northwestern scores again late in the first quarter, this time on a 55-yard pass from Tyson Coima to Shane Solberg. The point after touchdown was good. Northwestern had to lead. After the first quarter, it was 14-7. Hastings then had a punt blocked into the end zone, and it went out of the end zone as safety. So it was 16-7. to Northwestern had the lead. The Red Raiders increased that lead to 23-7 to when they got a 10-yard touchdown pass from Coima to Cade Mosier. It was 23-7 to with 12 minutes and 45 seconds to play in the second quarter. Hastings coming right back, getting a touchdown from Jackson to Terrence McIntyre, a 34-yard touchdown reception. Point after touchdown was good. 23 to 14 was the score with 9.28 to play in the second. And then uh, Northwestern scoring with 8.43 to play in the uh, second period. They get a 52 yard pass from Coima 
to uh, Solberg. That made the score 29-14. to Hastings then scoring on a 35-yard touchdown run from Tyree Neesmith. And it was 29-21. Northwestern had the lead at halftime. Uh, Hastings College defense played pretty well in the third quarter. Limited Northwestern to only a 34-yard field goal by Braxton Williams. That gave the Red Raiders a 32-21 advantage. Hastings had life early in the fourth quarter on a seven-yard touchdown pass from Isaiah Jackson to Tyree Neesmith. 32-29 was the score. Hastings College uh, was within three points as they ran for a two-point conversion and uh, hit it. But then a uh, touchdown here at the end of the ball game with 5-17 to play. It was a 14-play, 73-yard drive. And on fourth down, Coima throws a little uh, four-yard touchdown pass to Jacob Fakuma, the tight end, to make it a 39-29 ball game. Hastings uh, was driving late in the ball game, but had a fumble down here with 3.52 to play. Hastings then uh, recovers a fumble with a minute and 43 seconds to play. Had a, another life, but and then Hastings fumbles the football away again, and that's the way things end up. Hastings College uh, dropping this one today to Northwestern, 39 to 29 as Hastings loses here this afternoon. Final game numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hot off the press, the official numbers handed to me by Adam Mazur and staff for the visiting uh, Northwestern Red Raiders in the football game. The Northwestern with 24 first downs. They rushed it 38 times for 202 yards. Tyson Coima goes all the way. His number's 22 of 32, two interceptions, 383 yards, so 585 of total offense on 70 plays put up by the Northwestern offense. Looking on down the line, fumbles uh, had three, lost three for uh, Northwestern. They had uh, eight penalties for 70 yards in time of possession, 31-15. Individual uh, leaders for Northwestern, Jacob Kalaganis, uh, Caligonis, 23 carries, 128 yards. And Tyson Coima, 10 carries and 69 yards. Coima with a 14-yard touchdown run. Shane Solberg, we talked about him. Boy, I tell you, what, a, what an afternoon. 13 catches, 269 yards and two touchdowns for Solberg. Caligonis out of the backfield, six catches and 82 yards. Leading tackler for the Red Raiders, Justin Faber with 10 total tackles. For the Broncos in the football game, 22 first downs. The Broncos rushed it. This is impressive for uh, Hastings against this uh, defense. 38 rushes, 201 yards. Passing numbers, Isaiah Jackson, 16 of 36, 224 yards, no interceptions. Uh, Total offense, 74 offensive plays, 425 for Hastings. Broncos with one fumble. They lost that one. They also had uh, officially nine penalties for 74 yards in time of possession, 25 50, or 27-50 for Hastings. Taj Willingham, another big afternoon. 29 carries, 138 yards for Taj. Tyree Neshmith, eight carries, 63 yards, and one touchdown. Isaiah Jackson throws three touchdowns for and uh, gets 224 yards on the board of receiving leaders. Breakout game for Terrence McIntyre. Five catches, 135 yards, and one touchdown. 
Jordan Johnson, three catches, 44 yards, and Tyree Neshmith, three catches and 30 yards. Wesley, uh, leading tackler for the Broncos in the football game, Wesley Jardim with 10 tackles. But a hard-fought ball game. Nothing to feel bad about this. You just wanted to hope that Hastings could uh, rise to the occasion and maybe uh, maybe upset the Red Raiders after their loss against uh, Morningside last week. But they played them hard. And as you said, I know they'll go out to their bus after their shower and eat their uh, sandwiches or pizza, but they'll know they were in a, a whale of a ball game here. Hastings has nothing to feel bad about. They play this good. The next two games, they're going to get two victories and then have uh, some momentum going in the offseason. So Hastings uh, drops this one here today. Just got word it's now official, Carl. Tesmer stepping down as the head football coach at Hastings St. Cecilia. So after a a long, long career at Hastings St. Cecilia, Carl Tesmer makes it official today after their loss uh, last night in the uh, state high school football playoffs to uh, St. Paul. Carl Tesmer stepping down. Wow, that is uh, one one day day after the uh, the loss. uh, You'd Heard a little bit of speculation uh, throughout the course of the year, but uh, boy, I tell you, Carl with a tremendous coaching career. All right, so that's uh, the latest news we got right there. Obviously, we'll follow that throughout the, the rest of the weekend. Coming up, we've got the players of the game and the coaches post-game show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd the home of NFL and college football, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. It's time now for the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. All right, Hastings College uh, drops one here today to a Northwestern 39-29. to This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. And Taj, another uh, big day today for Hastings, 138 yards in the ball game, 29 rushing attempts today for Taj. Isaiah Jackson ended up throwing for 224 yards in the game. Terrence McIntyre, a big day today, is the uh, biggest day as a Bronco. Five receptions, 135 yards and a touchdown for uh, Hastings College. And uh, Wesley Jardim snagging uh, 10 tackles in the ball game today. All candidates for our players of the game will come back and name our winners right after this. 
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Our players of the game today for Hastings College, Taj Willingham, who leads the Broncos with 138 rushing yards today, 29 attempts. Taj Willingham on offense. Also a big mention is a mention Terrence McIntyre, five receptions, 135 yards and a touchdown today. Then on defense, uh, Wesley Jardim with a, a 10 total tackles in the contest today. So Wesley Jardim, Terrence McIntyre, Taj Willingham, our players of the game today as Hastings loses to Northwestern 39-29. to Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Hastings Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show, brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most, now at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings drops one uh, this afternoon to Northwestern, 39-29, to and Tony Harper, the head coach for Hastings, will join us in the post game, and you're probably not uh, in the moral victories or anything like that. But I thought you guys uh, played a heck of a football game today. I tell you what, before we get going, you know, I know the offense has, has gotten a lot of stuff said and, and thrown at them this year. You talk about a production today against one of the top defenses in the nation. I thought Coach Head and the rest of that offensive staff did a great job putting up this many points. I don't know how many yards they had. They did a good job today. Um, you know they kept us in that game because defensively we struggled. I thought the kids competed, and I'll tell you this one hurts as bad as the Briar Cliff one in the middle. And those were two other games that we felt like we were right there. And if we make a play here and make a play there, I think this outcome's a little bit different. Again, credit to Northwestern; they're a great football team. They're coached extremely well. We just didn't make the plays when we needed to make them. 425 yards of uh, offense for us today. Nobody uh, probably expected that. No, no, and they and they just kept rolling with it. You know, we had a couple costly uh, um, penalties here, and, and we turned the ball over late in the game. But again, T Mac was just trying to, to make an extra man miss, and and uh, you know you can't fault the kid for trying extra hard on that. We just got to work on ball security. But uh, again, our offense did a great job moving the ball. We shot ourselves in the foot, and we turned around, came right back down to it. So um, again, I thought they did a very good job. Let's stay with the offense of Terrence McIntyre today. Uh, five receptions and 135 yards with a touchdown. I mean, he's just a freshman too. I mean, he's a young pup, you know. And and Zay is honest, you know, honestly, he's just a sophomore. And uh, Jordan Johnson had a couple great. 
uh, toe tap catches down here in that third quarter um, that I think was good. You know, um, you know the the future's bright there, and and, and T Max a good football player. He's working hard. We just got to continue to work because we got two more of these. Well, and you you got Taj Willingham another huge afternoon out of Taj against a, a very good rush defense. But uh, Tyree Neshmith coming in, boy, he's a he's got a, a bright future as a Bronco as well. He rips off a thirty five yarder there in the uh, first half. Again, just another sophomore, yeah. and, and he's built like uh, uh, some of the old Hastings backs. You know, I mean, he's not quite as big as Bum and Susie and those guys and Moody and them, but uh, he's a bigger back that uh, can do some good things. Um, and uh, you know, again. Offensive line-wise, I thought we, I thought Zay had some time to throw the ball today. They opened up some good lanes against one of the top defenses in the conference. Defensively, Coach, uh, we'll just get right to it. Shane Solberg, 13 receptions, 269 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. We had no answer for him. What was going on with him? Well, we had terrible eye discipline. It was as simple as that. I mean, you know, the defense has, has done a very good job throughout this year. We didn't come off the roof. Uh, we struggled at times with our eye discipline. They beat us on the inside man coverage. Our middle third player didn't uh, – he could he drive down on a dig a little bit. I just got to do a better job of coaching those kids up. And that's all they were doing. They were just hitting us on a on a, on a a skinny post. You know, we had the wheel route covered, and, and it did some things like that. But uh, when we got a middle third player, we got to make sure uh, we stay in the middle third. Yeah, they had 585 yards of total offense uh, in this ball game. But despite all of that, we were we were right in this football game today. We, we really were uh, up until their fourth down touchdown that they got down here when we busted um, our man to man coverage. We just again our eyes were in the backfield. We had a true freshman, you know, just get a little happy there, and and we just got to get back to work on those games. But uh, you know, defensively, I don't know how many turnovers we caused. Um, I think we got four or five five turnovers. So, you know, that equaled last week. We just we, they got us on a couple big pass plays, and it wasn't a couple because you, you got the stats, so I'm sure you're going to throw some at me here in a little bit. But um, they got us on big pass plays, and, uh, you know, we got to clean that up. Again, uh, some several penalties again today. I think you were flagged, uh, what, <laughs> nine nine times for 74 yards. We talked about how much better it was last week. And then also your special teams, again, struggling uh, the kickoff over here. They dropped one down short on us, and then Stoggs gets one blocked again today. Yeah, um, on the one down here, our return guy didn't even look at the kick. You know, he was just he was so focused on doing what he's been taught to do instead of ensuring the kick and finding out if they were going to pooch it or kick it deep on that. You know, it's something we talk about, but we got to talk about it more. You know, that falls on us, and it's so we got to make sure we talk a lot more about that in situations throughout the week. And then a punt block down here that they got, we didn't go down to the right man on our shield team. You know, our, our right tackle, uh, he, he went to the wrong guy instead of going down, and, and uh, we got the ball off late too. You know, if we get that ball off, there's a timing that we got to get. And uh, overall, that thing should be around 1.8, 1.9, and it was over two on that. So we got to get rid of that ball a little bit quick, um, quicker on that. But, yeah. And then the penalties, I mean – and I know the crowd was saying some things and people were saying some things and, and stuff like that. And did I agree with all of them? No, I didn't agree with all of them. But at the end of the day, they were called. We got to be able to move on. You know, whether we think it right, wrong, or indifferent, we got to be able to handle that adversity and move on. And I got to I got to do a better job with that as a coach. Coach, you got uh, the 32-29, and then they won on that uh, last drive, 14 <laughs> plays and 73 yards. Uh, they took a lot of time off the clock. We, we just couldn't stop them there. Couldn't come up with a, a stop when we needed to. We had a couple misalignments. Um, you know, they went a, what we call redneck. Basically, it's a, a third man over, so it gives you another gap. 
we didn't adjust on that. Um, we got them in a couple penalties that backed them up, backed them up on that, and then they would convert. They just get right back to it. A um, couple big fourth down stops that we just didn't get. You know, we ran a bare front, and we got to have an edge setter. Uh, because they had a tight end there, but instead of lining up outside, we lined up inside. And, and what that tells me as a coach is I got to better prepare these guys throughout the week. When we when we show a front like that, I got to do a better job of getting them coached up on that. Uh, a couple of younger guys in there defensively, Lane Dicely in on a few tackles today, and you've moved him up to the the line. Uh, he's uh, looks promising as a Bronco as well. You know, I tell you what, that big old I call him Big Country now. All right, <laughs> I, I love that kid. Um, you know, we didn't have Austin for a second week. Um, that that hurt us, but Lane is getting some some great reps. Coach Valentine is a great defensive line coach, and I think we ain't even scratched the surface with Lane Dicely. I mean, if we can get some weight on him, he's going to be a force. You know, Parth was a little banged up, so we threw in Abdul. Uh, who's a junior. We threw in Bolin, who was a sophomore, throw in some other young guys there. We had our inside linebacker core a little banged it. We finally got Alex Allen back, did some good things with that. So, um, you know, we got to clean up that secondary, though. That pass defense killed us on, like I said, that skinny post stuff. Uh, the Probably the most disappointing thing is is th- this is how good this football team can be. We, we just battled the, what, sixth-ranked team of the country uh, down to the wire. That's how good this team can be. It, it really is, and that's what's even, you know, a little bit more frustrating, you know, because we left some points on the board, you know, at Briar. And, uh, you know, the middle of the game, we didn't perform very well. And uh, now we got this thing here. But at the end of the day, if we don't learn from this and grow from this, I mean, we got a great opportunity right now. You know, we could put this thing in a winning record in the season and build some a lot of momentum. And I think Taj said the best thing when we were coming over to talk to the team. You know, he's frustrated, as a lot of us are. But we got to learn from it. And, and, and Taj is like, man, I'm just frustrated. I think I could have done this. I could have done that. I go, Taj, man, it's it's it, you did what you could do. It's it's all of us. He goes, Coach, it's a collective, and that's all that can be said is it's a collective, and we got to continue working because there's a lot of hurt young men right now, and I couldn't. And I know you said not into moral victories. I couldn't be more proud of how these kids competed, and throughout this whole game with the puck calls and the breakdowns and defense and offense and special teams, they didn't quit. And we got to remember that when we go to work tomorrow. I see. I seen one thing out there today. You talk about how your your veterans. You want them to help coach up the mm-hmm. young kids. I seen that today a couple different times out on the field. One, namely, was uh, Taj going over to Isaiah after an incomplete pass. He was, you know, open over here in the flash. Went over, put his arm around him, talked to him a little bit. Your your older guys really seem to be grabbing a hold of the youngsters and really coaching them up as well. You know, I appreciate you saying that, and I'm glad that you see it because we've talked a lot about it with them, and you know, it's all on those guys. They're they're the ones that are embracing the standard they're the ones that are embracing the culture of greatness that we're striving for and to see a guy like Tosh who's a who's an all-american last year who's had some good games this year go up to to Zay who's our third string quarterback who almost led us to an upset over the sixth ranked team in the nation that says something a lot about that young man's character and we got a lot of those guys and that's you know we got to keep pushing for them because you know we got still got two more good football games left two games to go coach uh, Jamestown and uh, Dakota Wesley to finish things off, but I think we can we can pull a lot out of this today. We can pull a lot out of this. We can pull every day, and that's what we talked about the guys. You know, it's Saturday, it's Sunday, it's Monday through Friday. It's about competing. It's about holding yourself to a standard that you get better every single time when you go out on that field and you come back. If you can look yourself in the mirror after practice be like, I got better or I learned something from my mistake, then we're going in the right direction. And, and uh, you know, these next two games, ain't going to be no gimmies, not in this conference. You know, we all know that. we got two physical teams. Um, 
And uh, but again, the, the what these guys, what these seniors are doing, and we just got to keep competing. I mean, yeah, I think you got to talk a little bit about Zay too. I know you talked a little bit about him before I came up here, but uh, I mean, that guy's distributing the football. He's taking command of the offense. He's doing a good job, and the guys have rallied around him. Yeah, that's our third-string quarterback, yeah. like we said, up against uh, one of the nation's uh, best defenses today. So maybe he's growing up before our, our very eyes, too. Huh? Yeah, I think a lot of us are. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of us are, and, and uh, I'm proud of how they compete, and we're going to keep working and getting better every single day. That was a fun game today, though. That that was. That was a fun game for <laughs> all of us, I think. Maybe not for you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I saw you hopping around down there. You were having a good time. I, you know, when you get a couple big turnovers, you know, I, I was excited to see the offense explode like they did. And, you know, that last fumble that Ross covered, I don't know I don't know how it. Chris Rod, I think, stripped the guy, and Ross had to run back 15 yards to fall on the football. I didn't even see he was out there. I thought he went down with the cramp so you know they're they're playing for a full 60 minute they played this football game like it should be played and uh again northwestern's a great football team they're coached extremely well and give a lot of credit to them but i think our guys competed hard today we'll see you next week thank you yep tony harper the uh, head man for hastings college again the broncos really not in the the moral victories but i think uh we did some good things today in this football game as we we uh dropped one uh, 39 to 29 uh, to uh, northwestern you heard the comments from the coach uh Jimmy, I, I think he's disappointed, but uh, I think there's uh, some promise left on this football team. Well, there is, and I'll tell you the one thing is, again, Hastings College gets down in a football game, and they were down, what, 23 to seven, to seven and could have just put things away, you know, and, and not even tried. But, boy, there was a lot of desire out there in these kids and a lot of fight, and that's one thing I've seen out of Tony's squads. In the losses they've had, they continue to fight until the clock hits zero, and that was the way they did today. They come up on the short end, but a lot of things they can take out of this, and now let's go out there with a couple of very manageable games, a good competition, but we will compete very well with them, get a couple wins, get in the offseason. But, man, a lot of youngsters getting the football and getting into action here for Hastings is very promising in the future. So the Broncos put together a fight here this afternoon against the sixth-ranked team of the country, and they come up short as they fall to a Northwestern by the score of 39-29. to Hastings drops to 4-5 and five on the season now. They're 2-5 and five in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Northwestern, they improved to seven wins and one loss, and now 6-1 and one in conference play. Hastings will play the Jamestown Jimmies coming up Next Saturday, it'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show here on 1230 KHIS. Stick around. We've got the fifth quarter coming up next here on 1230 KHIS. The Coach's Postgame Show has been brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most. Now, located at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village in Hastings. Stay tuned. The fifth quarter is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. 
right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Again, Hastings College uh, dropping one here today to Northwestern. Final score of 39-29. to Other scores in the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. Dort has beaten Briarcliff in overtime. Final score, Dort 36 and Briarcliff 30. Dakota Wesleyan winners over Jamestown today, the final of 41-21. to And uh, the other scores are not yet finished, so we don't have a report on any of those yet, but those are the uh, final scores we have in so far from the uh, Great Plains Athletic Conference. Checking other scores as far as uh, the national scores are concerned today, there was a lot of exciting uh, football games played around the uh, nation today. Nebraska has won their games. I'm waiting for the uh, the scores to update here. Nebraska has beaten Bethune-Cookman today at Memorial Stadium. Final score was 45-9 to today. Huskers had a 38-3 to halftime lead, and they go on to uh, beat Bethune-Cookman by the score of 45-9. to other scores, here's a third quarter score. It's TCU now out on top of Kansas. The score is 17 to 14. Third quarter score, Colorado beat Oregon State 31 to 10. Halftime score, Georgia 13, Florida 7. Halftime score, Oklahoma over Kansas State 35 to 7. Halftime score, Iowa 17, Penn State 17. That game is uh, tied at the break. Other games going on, a halftime score, Houston 28, South Florida 21. Arizona State leading USC at halftime. The score is 24 to 14. Halftime score, Maryland over Illinois 28 to 9. Third quarter score, Duke over Pittsburgh 28 to 17. Third quarter score, Middle Tennessee 31, Old Dominion 10. Third quarter score, Northern Illinois 7, BYU 3. Third quarter score, Cincinnati 7, SMU 7. Second quarter score, Missouri over Kentucky 7-3. Second quarter score, Utah State 49, New Mexico 3. Halftime score, North Texas 17, Rice 10. Got some final scores in in major college football. Clemson today. Took care of Florida State 59 to 10. Northwestern upset Wisconsin 31 to 17. Vanderbilt 45. Arkansas 31. That game is final. Also a final score Iowa State 40. Texas Tech 31. Wake Forest beat Louisville 56 to 35. UMass over UConn 22 to 17. Army over Eastern Michigan, 37-22. Michigan State beat Purdue today, 23-13. Other scores, uh, Akron beating Central Michigan, 17-10. Virginia, winners over North Carolina, 31-21. Charlotte beat Southern Mississippi today, 20-17. And it was Coastal Carolina beating Georgia State, 37 234. So those are the final scores that we have in in major college football. Again, uh, Hastings College dropping one here today. We got a couple other scores. Pass along. Uh, Troy beats South Alabama by the score of 38 to 17. So again, Nebraska wins today 45 to 9 over Bethune Cookman and the Hastings College football team. They drop a heartbreaker here today to the sixth ranked team in the country, Northwestern, as the Broncos lose by the score of 
of 39 to 29. Hastings back in action again uh, next Saturday against Jamestown on the air with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon. We've got a uh, one o'clock kickoff next week between the Broncos and the Jimmies. That'll wrap up our coverage from the Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. For my producer and engineer, Stephanie Brubaker, for Gene Shaw, for Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.